Hello, anybody's. It's me, your internet mama, Steel Gray, here to prove to yins that nothing is stronger than a mother's love. Even with a knucklehead internet son-like neighbor, I am still here to introduce Season 4, Episode 19 of the Anybody Can Do This Show, presented by the Alcove Bar and Grill. For the penultimate episode of Season 4, the guys had their biggest sit-down to date. Hip-hop producer Billy Hoyle is in studio to discuss how he got started in music, his time at Time Bomb, and so much more. To finish the show, Fancy Bread joins alongside Billy for some beater beat those cheeks on hot Cheetos, washing dishes, apple cider, and bozos. Okay, Yin's ready? Well, you should be, because anybody can do this. It's the anybody can do this show. Yes, here we go again. Give you more, nothing lesser. Back on the mic is the Dude, nephews, it's your boy, neighbor Nick, and welcome to season four, episode 19 of the Anybody Can Do This Show, proudly presented by the Alcove Bar and Grill. As always, I'm joined my right by my right hand man, skater Rob Bobby Scoots, my boy. How the hell are you? Doing fucking good. Should be doing good, Mr. Thrasher Magazine. Congratulations. Yeah, man. Thanks, dude. Uh, I was mega stoked on that. Um, yeah, it was just like about a month ago. I was just chilling here, just kind of staring at the walls, thinking about shit. And I hit up my friend, Austin, who lives out there. He's the the one who's pro, rides for anti-hero. And he's, uh, he's got pretty good connections with Thrasher. So whatever. I hit him up. I was like, yo, what do you think about this idea of like just sending some comics over to Thrasher and seeing what they say, you know? And he was like, do it. And uh, I just asked him if he had any contacts over there or ideas of who to shoot the email to. And he just come, he comes back to me with like the main guy's fucking email. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh shit. Uh, but anyway, I just emailed him, uh, told him who I was, emailed him a couple samples and he was stoked on all of them. And he was like, let's go with this one. And I was like, that's awesome. I'm down. Like, let's fucking go. And yeah, he was like, yeah, it'll be in the next issue. And I was like, holy shit. And the whole time I, kind of had my fingers crossed but yeah never really dude that's awesome i didn't realize you shot your shot on that i thought that uh that like austin had reached out to you about that but that's awesome that's no nah, i hit him up for you. i was just like fuck i don't know man like it there was like a couple weeks where i was i just felt like i was just sitting on my ass not doing shit and i just got that you know kicking the ass all of a sudden out of nowhere just hit him up. And That's just awesome. Forced man. it to happen, you know. So yeah, you're saying it's hard to find this. The Thrasher isn't as widely sold anymore as it used to be. But if people got no. what was that technically the September issue? If they can go find it, go check it out. It's yeah, called. it's age sixty. It's actually the November issue. It says November okay. on it. They they do a they label them like a few months ahead of time so they have a longer shelf life. Dig it. You know I love I mean? that. Yeah. yeah. Awesome, man. No, I was yeah. so hyped for you. We kind of alluded to it a little bit in previous seasons about, or previous episodes of this season, excuse yeah. me, that you had some big news coming. This was definitely yeah. the big news, man. I can see it on your face. So congratulations. The first of many, I think, that I hope, getting yeah. Thrasher. I hope, they, I hope so, too. I'm going to keep lighting them up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have some time here, man, because in only two weeks, we're about to be off because season four will be over after this week. Weekend next week, crazy, which is crazy. Dude. penultimate episode this week, and we are lucky to be joined 
joined for a sit down with the Pittsburgh legend Billy Hoyle. So yeah. Billy Hoyle is going to jump on here, local hip hop producer, not even local anymore, fucking international sensation, just a guy that we've always admired around here in Pittsburgh, kind of is friends with I'll Call You Right Back, Chad over there, yeah. Uh, yeah. someone who started following us on Instagram, works pretty closely with Fancy Bread too, uh, and just is like fucking with what we're doing and uh, hit him up on Instagram. He was down to come in and just chop it up with us, maybe stick around for some cheek beating with Fancy Bread and see where it goes, man. I'm so excited. I, yeah, dude, I'm stoked to talk to him too. I, I think we have a couple mutual mutual friends out there yep. in the skate world, rap world, what have you. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, no, dude. And so we'll see how long we kick it with him. And then, like I said, a little cheek beating. But before we get into that, we got a lot of stuff to talk about to wrap up last week's episode. The invasion of Sick for his Fantasy Island, which the anybody oh, absolutely loved. And then our boy Top Shelf Tom was in here, a little free swim with his floaties on and his and his little, uh, his little <laughs> unicorn flotation <laughs> ring device. And just kind of hanging out, talking Kanye, talking Drake, talking, not talking picnics, which was the upset of the century. Wild <laughs> yeah, to me, yeah, dude. I yeah. thought we were going to spend 20 minutes on it. No, man, but let's hop into this yeah. questionnaire because we're going to have a big episode this week so let's knock yeah, this stuff let's get out um, alright so first of all questionnaire if you're asleep at the wheel if you're an absolute cotton headed ninny muggins don't know what's going dumb, on dumb. maybe if you skate goofy footed oh uh, yeah that that's thing. a good yeah, one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 alright oh, yeah, shout out our live audience didn't like that joke yeah. uh, but um, we post a questionnaire in our link in our Instagram bio every week for the show uh, to kind of let you talk some trash on uh, six fantasy picks or maybe you like them they help you win your league you see how top shelf was doing whatever it may be but you yeah. can go follow us on instagram at the anybody can do this show bang, bang and we ask that you get those in by tuesdays at five o'clock so we can make sure that we get you in before we record all right um oh new kid on the block new this kid week. on the block landlord larry shout out landlord, landlord larry so uh, first new kid larry. on the block in a while here right before the season comes hell in. So, yeah so welcome to the dance landlord um all right so first things we thought uh we asked people excuse me or what are your thoughts on sick and his fantasy island so landlord larry came in and said absolutely weapon weapon like him love him need more of him so uh yeah i think a lot of six picks I think he's hits. on to something uh so my, if you picked it up if you listen if you're a fantasy football player picked it up and hopefully it helped win your match last week um all right skater like we said a big one this week next one we had that you're going to read for people is any upcoming movies you are looking forward to and you would like the bozos to review with top shelf tom all right, Landlord Larry again. Skater yeah. does the Macarena. <laughs> Skater does the Macarena. That's only for the big response of the week. And that's what that sound is. Right there is, in fact, the sound for the response of the week. So shout out, New Kid yeah. on the Block, response of the week winner, Landlord Larry, who will be lucky enough to bless us with the intro for the finale of season four next week. So Landlord Larry, hit us up in the DM slide in there so we can make sure that we get you the intro for next week's show. Show. So, Landlord Larry, what did he? What movies does he want to see? Top Shelf Tom in the post. Well, before I say what he said, I just want to say, Landlord Larry's coming in hot, dude. hot dude. New kid on the block and response of the week. I mean, it must. It, it, we'll, see, we'll see why right here. All right, he says anything neighbor thinks would be interesting. <laughs> he honestly is one of the top six dopest people on the internet. I mean, that's... Uh, wow, that's, uh, that's... That's some category he's That's insightful. Uh, that's a there. great response, I think, if you ask me. Like, dopest people on the internet. Yeah. That's a wide category. Yeah, yeah. There's dude, a lot of like, dope people on the internet. There's a lot. And being top six, I mean, that's an honor. So, again, oh, yeah. it's, uh, it's good to know that that's how the people feel, I guess. Yeah. Um, shit. 
Can't wait to hear his uh, introduction. Next <laughs> <year>. <laughs> All right. So the next question we had for everybody was beat or beat those cheeks. Obviously, we had to throw one of those on here. And kind of off the heels of our conversation with Top Shelf Tom, movies in the theater are better than movies at home. Beat or beat those cheeks. Skater. I think this is the first time we've had this in a while. Dead split. 50-50. Right yeah, now, we, we haven't seen a 50 People like in staying a while. home. People like going to the movies. It's, it's wild. So, yeah. uh, I mean, not wild, I guess. This doesn't surprise me. Uh, no, nah, it doesn't surprise me. And I honestly, I think the 50% beat are coming from, uh, or no, I'm sorry. The, the 50% beat those cheeks are coming from the people that are just anxious to get the fuck out of their crib and go to the movie theater. Yeah, and again, there's a lot of people screen. like Tom who are like very uh, into going to the movies. It's a big part right. of the movie watching yeah. experience, such as our girl and intro reader for this week, Steel Grace. So shout out our girl, Steel yeah. Grace, saying, can you expand on the pros and cons of movie theater versus home viewing? Ask opinions from Big L, Mama Neighbor, and Nona Shelf, and Mom Skater. I don't hate that. Get a little kind of, uh -huh. a little uh, different hit on a bunch of different demographics. See how that goes for yeah, us. Yeah, they Maybe might have some different... Um I don't know, different opinions or just different things to bring to the table. Yeah, I'm sure Tom. theaters have changed over the... Tom, if you're listening and paying attention and not asleep at the wheel, make sure you work that in. Maybe consider that for, for next <laughs> season segment. I think that for could be sure. interesting. We've always talked about Nona Shelf. Uh, Still Gray's been asking for more Big L and some mom and neighbor talk for a while, so <laughs> yeah. might be time to give it to the people. No, that's cool. All right, Skater, we got one more questionnaire, then we'll do a counterpunch that we got this week, and we will keep it pushing. We'll toss it over to our sit-down with Billy Hoyle. So the next Next and last question that we had for everybody was... Where should Neighbor and Yoga Ralph go for what's good in the hood and what should they get? Landlord Larry... Shout out Larry. ...says... I'm sure neighbor will use his massive brain to figure this out, just like everything else. You're probably right, Larry. I mean, very astute, <laughs> very astute of you, Larry. So, wow, man, I don't know, Larry. When you DM me, I'd love to meet you. Maybe get a coffee. You sound like a real interesting yeah, cat. You guys real sound like uh, real handsome. <laughs> <laughs> So before we get to sit down with Billy Hoyle, we do have one counterpunch. Counterpunch been a little quiet for the last couple of weeks, but we got yeah. one this week from Rick. So before we Rick. get to Rick's counterpunch, we just want to remind everybody this is the portion of the show where you can kind of leave us a voicemail via voice memos or just type us an email and send it to us at our email address, which is theacdtshow at gmail.com. Uh, again, Tuesdays by 5 o'clock so we can get those in there. So Skater, let's see what Rick had to say and then give our thoughts real quick before we toss it over to Billy Hoyle. Right. Aloha, neighbor Nick. Just wanted to comment quickly on Six Fantasy Island segment. This is Rick, his cousin. Hey, he nailed Rondell Moore and Christian Kirk, didn't he? Can't say the same about Tyler Boyd. Maybe go revisit that one, sick. All right. That sounds like <laughs> sounds like Rick, Rick might need a Claret and D there. A little clogged up, a little congested <laughs> yeah. allergy season. I hope he has his uh, vaccine shot and he's all good to go. <laughs> yeah, or is at least... Hopefully it's just a cold, like yeah, you said. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that was awesome. Skater, I mean, like we said, questionnaire, counterpunch, keeping it real quick this week because we got a great sit down with the one and only Billy Hoyle and some cheap yeah. beans. So any other thoughts before we toss it over? Ah, dude. Don't text get, and drive. Use your turn signals. Ah, drink water. All mm, that. Yeah, I, I'm going to second that again. I just ran into two people today that didn't use their turn signal. It just doesn't well, exist anymore. Yeah. That's not good. We could get to... a little sketch out there, you yeah. know, because I'm trying to barge Share the it. road. Yeah, I know. Unless it's with bikers who kind of don't stay in the bike lane. You don't have to share with them. Go ahead and hit them. Yeah. Um, words of wisdom or 
advice or Al, you got anything? Any words of wisdom, advice, anything like that? For what? For anything, just in general. <laughs> Don't shit where you eat. I dig it. Another profound piece of wisdom yet again from my skater boys. So I think without any further ado, we present to you a sit down with Billy Oil. How many times did I tell you to play the beats? Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. He's good people. I haven't seen him in a minute. He's he's just. Are we on now? Yeah. Okay. okay. Is that cool? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's how we just do. We just roll. You got ears right there if you want them. Okay. Pretty terrible, but hell yeah. Are they? We might need to. We might here. I'll get you. I'll just get you an extender. But yeah, keep talking. Because you were saying your boy. I I can't say his name. I was listening to the Greg. No, uh, Ryan. Oh. Oh, yeah, you know Momon A. Don, dude. Oh, yeah, that's the homie. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. We have an album together. Yeah. Well, yeah. I fucking... That's how this came up. Yeah. I, yeah. Blew, okay. I yeah. blew it. I meant to listen to it today. If I haven't even already, I think I might have listened to it back in the day, but it came out in like 2015, right? 15 or 16. Okay. So it's weird when you go to look it up online because we had like originally uploaded it through everything when it first dropped. And then something with something happened when we re-uploaded it i think the year might be wrong like we just had the five-year anniversary this year so i'm pretty sure it was 16 but it was like 15 16 for sure hell yeah and i don't know about you i've actually (laughs) i'll get into this in a second one of the things where i knew you were destined to come on this show but like editing things on like spotify and all that stuff is like some of the hardest shit there is to do online i feel like i I was actually listening to you on i'll call you right back right when the billy uh bully hoyle dropped Mm -hmm. when you went on with bd and you were talking about the biggest pain in the ass is emailing stuff to your phone downloading it yeah. like, oh <laughs> my hit, god that resonated with i me have so much like oh i have that same issue too with like making skate videos i'll email i'll make them try and email them to my phone and then for some reason it's like impossible mm-hmm. to upload them on your phone yeah it just never wants to work dude yeah i just ran into that with something i was um I work at Daily Bread Refresh, like 5450 oh, pen. We started a YouTube segment just kind of showcasing everything in the store yeah and i was helping with the edits and just kind of getting like social media assets ready for people right and i was downloading like the whole video and it's like 23 minutes long i had to like clear everything off my phone oh, i have like a dude. newer iphone in a sense um i had like the iphone like 6s prior to yeah. this that like <laughs> shit the bed and then this one which is like the exact same phone yeah uh just like an upgraded model but it only has like the 64 gigs there's nothing bigger than that and it's like not enough for like everything that i need to Dude, have on my phone and, and just space in general like data space is just taking up more and more mm-hmm. and more space the files are getting bigger and bigger and it's just like a pain like the in the cloud ass. is like a hustle and shit dude yeah it's like, like i yeah, I had the same problem. We do that yoga Ralph. Who, yeah, yeah, yeah. We For do sure. that. We do this. What's good in the hood food yeah. show? And we just did one over at Yoli's in West Mifflin. And I tried for a week straight to get it downloaded, and I just couldn't mm-hmm. do it. It was fifteen minute video, and like I just can't have them that long, like in hindsight. But it was it, it's enough to drive a man insane. It's, yeah, it's, oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's like uh, it's like uh, what uh, Chinese water torture, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like death, yeah, by, yeah, sure. death by a million like like raindrops or whatever. Yeah, it is. and just, then you know you have the cloud, but when you're like working on something actively, that has to be on your phone. Right. You know what I yeah. mean? It can't be like it's automatically going to go to your phone. So yeah, I like probably deleted a ton of shit that i i didn't need like because i just like 
You're I the post meme a lot of memes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, it's like, gotta be crazy. Probably so, like five percent of those make it to the internet. You know oh, what oh, I mean? Like a lot are just like super inside jokes and things like that. So, you know, a lot are just on my phone. And and I mean, this is why I feel like I've always resonated with you, at least based on your online presence, man. Because mm-hmm. even when you post like text and stuff and go back and forth, you remind me of my homeboys that I grew up with. Where like <laughs> our, like my first, I say this on the show all the time. Like my first, like when I think back about like entertaining or like whatever making people laugh and like cutting up with my boys is like telling these ridiculous stories that have like movie references real life things that happen intertwining them all like like i see you do that all the time and it makes me just think back to like specific text threads while i was in like geometry class in 10th grade like me and my boys talking about an ac law the fourth bobblehead like you know whatever it's just like the dumbest shit that just it's just so uh it seems so just who you are you know what i mean yeah man seems to come out in all your shit too oh thanks man that was like something i really had to work to like get over uh, you know, I've been doing the beat thing for a long time, and for a while there, it just seemed really, really stagnant. And yeah, my approach was just like, I think something people hit a wall with a lot, but I was just like, not really allowing myself to come through on the social media aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I was like putting up this faux professional persona, you know, and yep. I just like, a lot of that was... Um, a kind of like the insanity of myself and like okay. not wanting people to like you know there's a lot of people on there that don't know me that are tuned into me and like right. kind of being afraid of like um i don't know of that perception where it's been like really well received me just kind of like being myself and allowing that insanity to transcend through everything i was just gonna say <laughs> like you. now you're you're obviously we're gonna get into all of it but like you're a talented beat maker who's Thank obviously you. on like the rise of your career mm-hmm. but you're also like a funny personality like Thanks. somebody who could just like do the cut up shit whether mm-hmm. you could do the beats or not you know but i Hell feel like yeah. that's that's what we talk about on this all the time it's just like taking those risks taking those gambles it's yeah. like so normal especially in the social media age and shit where now to like are people even gonna like who the real me or like it's not even like but like are they gonna think i'm funny because like you know you're funny you know you're cut up like just yeah like, yeah yeah you're sure. self-aware you my know? family's like, on there too yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah like, it's like, Donna, like you don't need yeah, that flag yeah. it's sunday dinner like yeah no exactly. but it's like it is uh i guess looking back on it now i'll ask you instead of tell you like mm-hmm. you, you you probably gunned ahead back then before you jumped in you were probably pretty confident that it was going to be well received right yeah um yeah i think so yeah i it just kind of like felt time and kind of like a last ditch effort almost i had to even put it that way because i don't think it was that traumatic at all but it was just like i had taken a step back from certain things in my life and put like more priority into music which was already like a pretty big priority in my life and yeah, I don't know. I just kind of went full force, and I was just like, it's either going to work or it's not. And right. if it doesn't, like, yeah. you know, I'll just re-strategize at that point, like, trying to get there, you know. Um, and it, it's it was, like, a really easy transition because I was always like that on Twitter because Twitter just always seemed, like, more guarded. Okay. You know, less of my family was on there. Right. Yeah. You know? Okay, like, yeah. you feel like you had more freedom on Twitter to, like, do your right. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. You know, Twitter was around before Instagram, mm-hmm. and uh, I kind of, like, didn't have many inhibitions right. when I first joined there, and that was kind of, like, 
my my voice on there and i just like never translated that to instagram for a really really long time right. <laughs> like i didn't know how to do that i don't really like posting pictures of myself necessarily right i do it sometimes but um i, mean, I didn't bathtub pics for- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. i was like really 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 proud of that one <laughs> i was did you see this on instagram no, I Bro, this man it. dumped like 50 cases of mountain dew into a bathtub and like <laughs> mountain dew one's yeah. coming yeah yeah it was the Turner's too. Turner's I'll pull tea, it up. Yeah, oh yeah, no, yeah, I did yeah, see that. Yeah. I did yeah, see that. Yeah. yeah. Holy okay. shit, that was incredible. You were posting something about getting overdosing on Baja Blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had the, the Baja that shit Blast. Is so good. No, I but, fuck with Baja. I'm yeah. super into Mountain Dew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, not I Mountain Dew, but something like that might come up later in the conversation. Oh hell so yeah! Just, hell yeah. Dude, oh, yeah! Sorry, skater. What were you saying? No, I was just saying like I can't really drink much soda. But the Baja Mountain Dew always gets me, dude. Yeah, I don't drink much pop anymore. I really don't drink much outside of, excuse me, oh, no. uh, water and seltzer. Yeah. Seltzer water. Um, but like on the occasion, I do have pop or soda. Yeah. Um, it, it typically will be Mountain Dew. Just on some cut up shit. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Just I to quit, make a point. Like, yeah, I quit drinking just like September 11th was the two year anniversary. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Thank yeah, you. Awesome. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, yeah, man. Yeah, that's and awesome. Like I was on house arrest for a minute, like shortly after, like maybe within like four months of quitting drinking. And BD would come over like pretty much every weekend. And my, cause my girl like works, uh, she's a bartender. Okay. So she works like those Friday, Saturday yeah, nights. Nice. Like, so you need a buddy to come over. Yeah, you know, just yeah, like, yeah. And, watch, and like, you got, you got free excuses. Well, I guess you had a lot of free excuses for buddies' nights at that point. But yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Right. And, um, you know, they take a take a night out of their, their pack schedule to come over. And yeah. it was like, Hell yeah. just uh, like something to like elevate. Like, obviously, we do whatever else, you know, smoke or whatever, too. Yeah. But it was like, yeah. it was just like the cut upness of it. Like to have that like little thing while we were watching just like ridiculous videos. Videos, right, like, uh, yeah. Long John yeah. Silver commercials. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 There's, yeah. there's so many different ways out there to stay productive, and like, even if you don't think about staying productive, as long as you're just having fun doing something like that, I think just people like us as a, as artists just. There's just something inside us that always tries to make us make. We want to make something. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't necessarily. And for you, I don't even think it has to be music. I, I mean, it's just anything. Mm-hmm. You're just. It's 100%. just something that's inside you. And I know I have that desire too. It's just something about being an artist. You just yeah, always man. want to make shit. And that's what's so cool. Is somebody from the sidelines, like somebody like you, skater Billy Fancy Bread, does a great job of this. Is just like there is a huge crew of like people our age demographic who like don't feel like. It just feel like art is like the Picasso, like that mm-hmm. type of stuff. I think get get yeah. it twisted like that, and like fan, you guys all do a great job of like making whether it's sports, pop culture references, mm-hmm. stupid commercials that we all used to yeah. cut up on Kennywood, yeah. making that stuff relevant, doing it cool with premiere edits or through mm-hmm. music, like your samples, like I think are awesome. Like Thank I'm doing you. parts of that, and like like Face Red just dropped that LeBron piece. Yeah, he video. killed that. Dude, that was like, incredible. He's man. so sick. He's at, so like, nice. Tying in like the currency track to go and perfectly with mm-hmm. the songs and like he's just got that whole little thing down and it's just like it's a nuke every time he drops it but I think that makes art like more accessible which is cool and like brings closed minded people like I feel like I used to be in terms mm-hmm. of like it like alright man it's not it, it, just give it a chance you give this a yeah. chance who knows what else you give it a chance yeah. you know what I mean so. yeah that adding another layer to it of mm-hmm. like relatability yeah, especially sure. like we live oh, in yeah. such a world of excess now 
you yeah. know, with everything. Like, it's easier to record music now to make beats than ever. And when yeah. I first started, it was way easier then than it had ever been before and everything. And, like, finding that extra little thing to, like, uh, just to stand out a little bit or, like, to connect with people. Right. You oh, know, yeah. like, so many of our childhoods were, like, pretty universal. Right. Especially rather, around here. Yeah, yeah. Rather, if you know, you went to, once you went to Dice, went to Plum, grew up around Cranberry, like, mm-hmm. most of that stuff, man, like, we're all within a few years was exactly the same. Right. Oh, for sure. We were doing the same things, like, maybe in the suburbs, it hit us a year or two later, like, yeah. before it hit you guys and See, everything. I didn't think some things, it was the flip, dude, like, because, you know, for I mean? sure. like, like, when the internet first started coming out, dude, there was just, like, I remember having some homies out, like, even, like, closer suburbs, Fox Chapel, mm-hmm. like, stuff like that, that were putting me on shit, because you could just go on. Yeah. You had that, uh, not that bit, but, like, LimeWire and shit sure. like that, just, Hell like, way yeah. earlier. Yeah, yeah, me with like the, like I got really into sneakers probably at a like 11, 12 years old, okay. me and my best friend, Sean, and that was all through like Nike talk and like, you know, I studied that, right. you know, like yeah. I, I couldn't afford the shoes at the time. I mean, I was 11, you know, it wasn't, <laughs> even, <laughs> it wasn't even like my family couldn't, but like, I don't know. I just like to have like a really, really solid fundamental understanding of anything I'm going to be into because so, sure. like, just like nobody can ever pull my card right like that's you know like just the fear of like you know wearing a nirvana shirt and somebody being like name your yeah three favorite songs i I didn't want to like you know run into that ever um and especially because i didn't skate and i was really into skate shoes oh shit i was really into like sbs and everything and it's like somebody would come up and be like do a kickflip and it's like if they wore jordans i wouldn't be like let's play one-on-one yeah yeah you know what i mean like it was the that's such a thing of the past too, because skateboarders aren't as dickish like that anymore. Yeah, like, it, it's really changing. Yeah, but I can see like back then. Yeah, anyone, any skateboarder, I could easily see. Saying yeah, some bullshit and like, like you know, I completely understood that. I never like took it the wrong way because like yeah. it wasn't gonna apply to me. Like I was at least gonna know like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. details behind the SBs. But Hell yeah, yeah. The, the internet just gave us access at that point that we wouldn't typically get. And right. then like you know there was like walls to break down when I first. Started coming around the scene like because people's mental perceptions of an area like plum where you know eventually they came out and would be at my grandparents house or something like that and they'd be like oh i didn't like you know this isn't what i expected but they you know 18 19 20 years old right we have a perception especially the difference between the city and the suburbs right definitely and i think dude that way that you approach walking through life about like that like respect to kind of things that you're getting into that definitely uh like uh you've done a good job of kind of letting that precede you because even Thanks. when I was like telling people that you were coming on, like people, that's what almost everybody says. Like he puts in, he's putting in the work. Like it's exclusively cool. about the beats in that context. Yeah, yeah, Cause yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. most tangible. Mm-hmm. But like that just, again, is evident from what we were saying earlier that that's just something that you hold to life in or, in or out of creative pursuits. You know what I mean? Which is real admirable. I think that gets, Thank you. that gets lost today is just, again, it's, this is not a hot take, but it's like, it's so people just exist at a really uh, surface level, you know? Yeah. I mean? And it, it's yeah. it's nice. It's I think it speaks through more so people like you who come correct and like Thanks, very man. knowledgeable more so than it does Thank you. surface, which is nice. Even though Thanks. it might not might not be in the forefront all the time. You know? Yeah, yeah. That was that was something that was I think instilled in me from my grandparents. I was raised by my grandparents and um, just kind of the approach of that generation. I yep. think, or yeah. like the understanding, like my pop would just be you know, with anything, you know, whether it be schoolwork or anything, just kind of like having the respect for it. And, um, especially through like sports and right. everything too, like, yeah. you know, there was that, um, like 
just the comparison of like the current then in the 90s to like when he was a kid and yeah. talking about it and you know we see a lot like uh the younger or like the next generation coming in and not having like respect for its elders which yeah, yeah. i think is just you know natural no one ever really has exactly. much malice behind it and as long right. as like all involved parties understand that yes. you can like guide them really well but it's... that was like my my grandfather was like the most patient understanding and like um you know would be able to like walk me off a ledge and under you know make yeah. me understand why what made me upset made me upset and, and everything and he you know all those like values uh you know i'll, I'll go into that right yeah you know, that's awesome the so you alluded to it a little bit, dude. I'm interested. Like, what what are some of your first creative memories? I, I, music seems too uh, too narrow for you because of mm. all like these like cut up videos, yeah. and, like even stuff like that you do. But what's like your your first like earliest creative memories? When you talk about these shoes, which I think yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, that, that falls for sure. sure. Yeah, I think yeah. even younger than that, like um, I wanted to be a writer for some reason, and I went about it and just like the. Any specific type, like novels or yeah. like novels? Yeah, yeah like yeah. novels. Yeah. So like yeah. I um we had this like old school deck old school desk of my grandparents for some reason. And uh there was just like books in it. And the one I remember the most was like uh the Herbie book, like the the car, you know, like the Volkswagen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm definitely Damn. familiar with it, not intimately, but yeah, like I don't really know it. much about yeah, it. Either. Yeah, I know yeah. they eventually made it into a movie. I think with like Lindsay Lohan oh, during yeah. that era. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But how, I just how did the grandparents feel about the Lindsay Lohan casting? Were they into it? You, nah, yeah. they probably were psyched. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. thought it like fast. Nah, they <laughs> didn't even know that was going on. Probably, yeah, but yeah. yeah, I had that like book. I remember specifically. I might not even have been like in school yet or anything, but we had like a typewriter and oh, I was cool. just like typing the book out. You yeah. know what awesome. I mean? Dude, that's, yeah. no, yeah. man, you might think it's kind of like worthless right now, but dude, that was like, that was just warming you up. Dude. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was reading something recently on like the process of like creating art and like starting, like everyone just starts with like complete imitation. Right. And that's like when that memory like jogged back to me, you yeah, know, and you know, sure. I still like writing. Wow. That lot. resonates with me a lot right now. Just yeah. Like yeah me too. That. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause I just remember, I know like there's songs. Songs that I used to listen to rap songs when I was a kid that I could probably still do now. Like hundred percent, hundred percent. I remember being like, I want to remake these music videos like with my yeah. homies. And yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, that dude. was being like the first thing. For and sure. and when I was first starting getting into making beats, like one of the things that was the most helpful with maybe understanding what other people were doing when they were listening to a sample, what they were listening for, how they were chopping it, laying drums was like recreating beats. Um, yeah. right. Like the first couple of beats I remember I recreated, which I had already done things on my own, right? like my own versions of things. But like I uh, redid Life's a Bitch okay. off Hell Illmatic, yeah. Yeah. Nas, mm -hmm. and then Oh Boy, you know, like Dipset, yep. Cam. Hell yeah. Oh Boy, those were like the two big ones. And um, yeah, at the time it... You know, it's not like you put them out. It was just like for the understanding oh, yeah. of right. like yeah. how things I, went. It just naturally happens. Yeah. I feel Dude, like, and like, yeah, it's. it's uh, I went to art school, and a lot of my art teachers like would assign us like paintings to recreate. Yeah, and, like like master paintings. You know, mm -hmm. like done by fucking Van Gogh or whoever. And the whole purpose was is just to like sort of get in the mind of the artist and mm -hmm. just do exactly what they did, so you can. I don't know. Instead of just look at it, you're making it. So you're kind of like putting yourself in their shoes and kind of like 
I don't know, recreating it, but also thinking about it at the same time and yeah. thinking about how you're doing it. It really makes you appreciate it for sure. e- even more, you know, yeah. to see what they went through. And now that's um, evolved into something like these flips that you do, you know? Yeah, which is hundred percent. Like, which is probably in the same family tree, yeah. I would guess, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, a million percent, man. Just like trying to take like a unique approach on someone else's music that right. exists, and that allows me to be like self-sufficient as a producer. A lot of times, you're relying on another artist, right? To yeah. like, you know, wow. okay. lead yeah, you along the way like that. Yeah, and, yeah. and things like that. And with the flips, it allowed me like, my, I mean, my back catalog of music's insane because Shit. if the beat's like older than maybe like two weeks, a week, just like until the next batch comes, like once the next batch comes, it like that music doesn't exist anymore. Right. Wow. It's like, I might not like send it out unless like maybe a certain person comes around or anything like that. Sure. Um, but it allowed me to like, maybe I'm pretty like selective of who I work with. Right. Yeah. As far as artists and rappers go. So like a lot of those beats go to the wayside and found like, you know, way to repurpose them or like still get heard. Um, you know, there's beat tapes and things like that too. Right. Um, I don't think that's like the lane for me okay. necessarily right now, or or my desire is I I would be into it, but I I think like having the acapella on it like brings another layer of someone might be attracted to rather right. than right. listening to a instrumental for like two or three minutes. I'm interested sense. before we jump in more to like mm-hmm. kind of the musical technical stuff, or if even that's the way to call it. One more thing about your grandparents. You were talking mm-hmm. about like their generation and stuff, like. Do you always remember them always being like positive and fostering this creative influence in you? Because I feel like that's something that is lost on a lot of people in that generation. Is it something that you really don't remember any kind of feel like, is that something you kept pretty close to the vest and like a lot of people really even didn't know about until later? Is it? Um, a little bit. Yeah. I think at first, like I was so excited what I was doing, even though it wasn't like great. Maybe I'd show it to my grandma. Yeah. And she, uh, like she didn't really pull any punches. Right. You know okay. what I mean? She's right. just yeah. like, right. oh, I don't get it, but if, you know, yeah. if you enjoy it or if it sounds good to you, that's cool. That's you know? awesome. Which right. was great to have that like litmus test there from when she did hear something For that sure. maybe she liked a little bit more. Right. You Hell know, yeah. uh, they're, they're supported with anything that like I care about. Right. You know, maybe awesome. even like sometimes more than I'm comfortable with. Like, I don't really like talking to my family about the music at all. Like, when it comes up, I get, like, real dodgy about it. Yep. It's just, like, that side of me that, like, you know, they don't... They're never going to see me how I see me. Right. And how I want to be seen. Right. So it's like, right. I don't really want to talk about Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah like, yeah, anyone yeah. who, like, knows Dude, me when I, I used to I can relate. my pants. I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, on the smallest scale, dude, when, like, uh, we were talking about I'm at some bachelor parties and, like, my homies who live across the country who I haven't seen, they'll, like, pull up. Some of their boys I haven't met, like, you got to see the quarantining video, like, mm. like that. And I'm just like, I, like, I don't want, like, you, like, you did fucking man. busting my balls for 48 straight hours, which I love. Like, I'm never going to, like, I don't want, like, yeah. I don't want you yeah. guys to pat me on the back. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man. Especially with friends. Like, man, right. like, um, you know, a lot of, like, my closest, like, childhood friends are, like, supportive from a distance. Right. Like, yeah. they'll ask how it's going. And, like, I think a big breakthrough for me um, was, like, not expecting anything from them. Right. You mm-hmm. know, I expected them to be, like, tune in and, like, know that I dropped a new project. And, like, man, that's just, like, such, for me at least, like, the way I see it now, like the worst way to go about it totally you know like my friends do not need to be my fans like i need some kid like in iowa right never met yeah a rapper producer like you know to tune in and like really get with me like you know i don't think you could really start 
you know, your first wave is going to be your friends and family. And I think that's why I've seen a lot of people throughout the years drop their first project and then never a second one. Um, Yeah. Just on the local level because they get that immense support from their friends and their family. And And they they, like think they're killing it and then they try and take it to the next step and no one's really hearing it or whatever. Maybe they're... Maybe their expectations are exceeding, you know, hundred percent, man. And they expect like the second go round that like the friends of the family are going to be there and that that next project's going to be finished before they like think it is, you know, you work your whole life for that first one. Yeah. And then, you know, and you see that and it's, you just can't have like expectations of the people around you like that. Yeah. Like I can't expect my girl to like. I don't know. Like, no, my music like that. That would be, right. that'd be yeah, weird. I don't want her to. Yeah, because you know? like, I, I, uh, I've, that's something that's been on my mind a lot lately because, like, I talk to Skater about this all the time that uh, something that I really try and improve on is not getting caught up in the amount of listens every week. You know yeah, for I mean? sure. Because there's yeah. people that I know that if they were trying to do what we're trying to do and get, like, the interaction we have through the mm. questionnaire or Instagram or, like, whatever, people who want to do the intro every week, like, I'll, yeah. I'll die for those X amount of people. Yeah, like, man. you know what I mean? And, and I, that is, you said something about like wanting the kid in Iowa who's never met a rapper or producer. And that's why I love you, dude, because you make that shit like beats is always what I thought that I could do creatively. Mm-hmm. And I just never had the drive to go out and learn and figure yeah. it out and how to do it. And like, I also think it's something that feels so less tangible than being a rapper especially mm. around here you know what okay. i mean which is weird with guys like that's coming out of rostrum like i mean everybody from you to germ to eden whoever's yeah. out there you know what i mean and guys like you make it seem like the little league football guys who grew up just like how i grew huh. up like cutting all that like it's not it's not something that feels super unattainable anymore nice. which like i don't know if that's something you consciously try and do it seems like you're alluding to it a little bit but um maybe i don't yeah. know i don't yeah. i don't know that that's ever really like i've never looked at myself as like someone would be looking at me and want to do something mm-hmm. yeah um yeah i just really do it for myself and i finally figured out a way to like how to present it to other people in a way that they might care about it right i don't know if i ever thought it th- about it that way that's interesting yeah um yeah well yeah something to chew on i don't know i i, I was telling skater my biggest worry before coming on here is fanboying out too hard like oh, you know what yeah. i mean like, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just like yeah, i know insane. you'd get so hot not hot about that <laughs> no no not, it's just it's right. surprising to yeah, hear yeah because i i i'm a huge like samples and like the type of beach you do mm. i'm always very worried about like uh being ignorant to proper terminology so i mean uh, no, i'm not gonna, okay yeah, i know yeah, you're yeah, not yeah, but um, yeah yeah right but billy's um, not that type like, of guy i say to eli all the time dude you're you remind me of the alchemist so much. oh thank you just man. like a guy who i've a huge compliment so thank much you. like and i'm interested like as when did you start making the transition from i want to imitate these beats just to fuck around like with like hey man like this is something that i want to start putting my own spin on and really like take it more seriously anything specifically is there like time in your life like i don't know i always feel like <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know i i think like at some point, like, I, I stopped trying to imitate anyone's music and tried to, like, imitate a little bit more of their career. Um, like, the way Alchemist's careers, like, panned out is definitely That's a big one. you look up to? Like. Yeah, not, like, you know, I, I take bits and pieces, I guess. You right. know, like, with Alchemist, what he does as, like, a standalone producer, uh, whether it be, like, beat tapes or just, like, a producer album where he has, like, six artists on there as well as, like, 
producing complete albums for people and that wasn't anything that I necessarily set out like I looked at him and I was like I want to do that but I saw like the parallel obviously me on a right. much more scaled back level right mm-hmm. um as far as like making beats like I wanted to make my own original stuff and then I started realizing, like, oh, if I'm going to have to... You know, there were tutorials out at the time on, like, YouTube. What year is this? I'm just curious, like, internet accessibility-wise, um, roughly. When I first started, like, making beats, probably about, like, 2009, 2010. Okay. So, you okay. know, YouTube had been around for... Yeah. It, for years at that point. It was before Google bought it, and it was, like... It was still fresh. Yeah, 100%, man. It didn't seem like it at the time, but it really was. And there just weren't many beat tutorials out there especially for like what i wanted to do because the sound at the time was a little bit different right you know compared to now it's like there's so many out there the information's way better i know the people a part of it but i just kind of realized that like if i wanted to that that was the next step for me at the time um i had gotten like the bass idea like I, i started playing music in like fourth grade Nice. So, like, around that instrument, trombone. Oh, what? Yeah. Damn, dude, my brother played yeah. the trombone in high school. All oh, yeah, high school. Yeah. So I played trombone. So I really wanted to play drums. Okay. Band started at least for us fourth grade. You can join band, but you couldn't start playing drums until sixth grade. Yeah, yeah it was the same with my so school. He was really too. in yeah. it for the long haul. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. So yeah. I played trombone fourth, fifth grade. Um, it didn't really ever like grasp me the way I wanted to. Yeah. I think at the time like I didn't know any famous trombone players. Yeah, like that right. didn't stand out. Yeah. It didn't like it seemed like way more of a support role of an instrument. Um which partially why I did go to it in some way, but I think at the same time why I never really really attached to it cuz I didn't have like someone to look at. As a Trump, and right. that was, you know, they were out there. Yeah, I just yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, but let's yeah, face yeah. it, like, you know, when you're that age, you're listening to bands that clearly do not have trombone players. Yeah, 100%. And, yeah. And, but, and on the flip side, they all have drummers, you know? Yeah. So, so it just seemed more like maybe tangible or, right. or something. So then I moved on to drums. But, and, yeah. and around that time, like fourth, fifth grade, my, my best friend, Sean, had downloaded like the demo of FL Studio, ah, which is eventually cool. what I use and still use to this day. Nice. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, you know, at first, like the first step was like understanding the software. Right. And then building from there. And then... Is that something that always came pretty naturally to you? Like, you I'm still learning about the software all the time. Right, but you know, are you yeah. someone who's, who feels pretty, like, were you always pretty interested in, like, were you early in the internet? Were you on the computer pretty early? Like, Not too much. Okay. Um, just compared, like, if I'm looking at, like, my classmates at the time and friends, yeah. like, I got a computer, like, years and years after them. Yep. Um, just, I think with my grandparents and not being, and, you know, I probably asked for it more than I would like to give credit yeah. to. Yeah, 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 yeah. I probably asked for it, but it wasn't like really given. Then you know, I had a I had a computer for a few years before I ever had the internet. Right, you know, it's not people like you can okay. do shit like that on the school computer. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. yeah. But I was over my I was over my boys' crib all the time. Right. So you know, like pretty much like everything I do is just an extension of him. Right. Like he was the one who kind of like how how Chad um, talks about B Maddie. Yeah. How everything was that. Like I was kind of an extension of my boy Sean. Okay. At yeah. that degree, like he very much shaped like the taste of music I was in like the artist I listened to awesome kind of all that but 
you know, he had downloaded that software, and I, I think that just seeing the format back then and maybe having, like, the the littlest idea and having, like, a little bit of musical background did make that first learning curve Conch. one that was easier to get through. For sure. You know? I'm sure yeah. it did, yeah. And then are you someone, so, like, I'm, I'm assuming, like, you graduate high school, do you do the mm-hmm. college thing? Like, are, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I right. did. Did you finish? Like, did you? Nah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Good for you. I man. have like, that. Yeah, you don't seem like you're someone who regrets that at all. Like, oh, no, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't, like, I don't think I really have anything. I was, like, thinking about this. Uh, I was getting a shower before coming over here, and yeah. I was thinking about that a little bit. I don't really think that I have, like, uh, a regret necessarily you know at the times there were certain things that seemed like shitty like i went my first college i went to bethany college in west virginia yep really small school so small um in the mountains yeah Yeah. and i i didn't really want to go to college um there was a point in my life where i definitely did and some things happened i didn't want to go right and i was a little combative about that and then um i went to bethany man and you know i just like really sabotaged myself right yeah. <laughs> i got kicked out of there pretty quick yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Like, this ain't this ain't working my yeah team. man yeah. and yeah. like uh hey bro yeah. i got campus cops first night called my mom first night six hours in she goes you're not fucking calling me right? i never heard my mom say the f word right damn now. yeah bro yeah, <laughs> yeah i did right I after pulled getting the, busted at prom it was bad i yeah. pulled the okie doke on like every class that yeah. first that first semester i walked away with a 0.0 gpa nice damn. just yeah. like yeah. didn't you know like i don't even Put think at the, the time yeah, 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 yeah i was like thinking go, like go it was you know it was out of the house dude for real man i was yeah 100 percent. like i'd never you know no one i didn't know too many kids at 18 that had lived on their own at all but like i was very nuclear family oriented like sheltered in in some ways and uh there man i had like just way too much freedom way too soon (laughs) yeah right. and i think through some of like my childhood like developmentally like certain maturity levels like I i was pretty mature for my age in certain certain facets of life but as far as like that like if i was 18 i was probably like 13 yeah, at the yeah. Time. you know I, like i really wasn't ready for that and uh they let me come back for like the second semester okay Shit. i played soccer there and things and okay all right yeah came nice. back for the second semester was like i'm gonna get together and yeah you know then they kicked me out again i had like a, a 1.7 <laughs> hey that, that after, oh, bro, that's what i'm saying yeah, so like, like you know 10X, they, they brought me 18, in dog, and like. and i told them you know i told them straight up and I was like, look, just to be real, like you're not gonna be able to grade me soon if I keep progressing like this. Right. <laughs> if like, I go up one point out here, are you kidding? Yeah. Like, so they didn't like hear that. I came back home and like that was a really, really, really big deal for my family. Yeah. Like that was like oh, you dude. thought like, you know, the world ended, which yeah. in a lot of ways for them thinking about my future, like my mind somewhere else thinking about a completely different future for myself. Right that doesn't involve college than what they think. And, right. you know, they have no reason to believe in me at that point. Um, but like, if I didn't go there, get kicked out of there, uh, come back home, start, what are you doing when you come back home? Is that when you start really taking the beats more seriously? Um, I don't even know if I was on the beats at that time. It was just like, I, uh, you know, a lot of my friends were still away. Like my best friend went to the Navy for six years. Okay. Um, all of my, like, fuck. (laughs) All of my, my real close friends, like, had gone to college and I started hanging out with, like, maybe, like, third degree friends. Yeah. And, and some people. And, um, I'd been going to Time Bomb at that point, but, like, my boy, Bakos, um, 
We went there a lot more often, and, like, I didn't drive at that point. It was hard to get friends down there. And, uh, you know, Bacos was, like, real familiar with the shop through 1UP. You know, yeah, from, I know Bacos. Yeah. Okay, word, yeah. yeah. So, you know, we started going down there a lot more, and if it wasn't for that and, and certain things, like, I wouldn't end up at Time Bomb. If I didn't end up at Time Bomb... I mean, everything like cascades, you know, everything cascades down from there. But like, how could I possibly regret like blowing off a year? Like the debt sucks. (laughs) You know, I look at that. But like in the grand scheme of life, I don't really think about that that much. Right. I mean, like I pay it when it's due. I hope that's changing for kids like at that age now. I think it is. Me too. You know what I mean? I think college is becoming less of like have to check yeah. box you know yeah. what i mean yeah. for a lot of people which is which is good you know what i mean it's it, it is what it is yeah if, if that's your bag i because i'm someone like who feels like that too in the grand scheme of things i could have definitely been doing all the shit i want to be doing or plan mm-hmm. to be doing in the future with it. not not without i like because right. i don't know i say this about alderdice all the time dude like i mm-hmm. think that my experience at alderdice is just as if not more important than my experiences in college dude all like you want to talk about like walking correctly and just truly understanding that like people are in way different circumstances than the person next to him like people cut it up all the time maybe not the best X's and O's education but the best fucking streets education streets makes it seem so much like you know what I mean just like I'm a big about walking correctly in life dude I Mm. feel like a lot of people ignore that so uh yeah, yeah, that, that's it. So then you start working at Time Bomb, right? Yeah, so around that time I started working at Time Bomb, I was going to CCAC, and, like, I met just, like, at CCAC. There was, like, I went to Boys Campus, and there was, like, maybe, like, four or five other dudes there that knew what was going on as far as, like, the way we were dressing at the time. Yep. Like, I just became, like, pretty close with all of them, and um, through them... I just got like kind of integrated in the scene. Like my one homie Shawnee, his brother was franchise or is franchise sure. of the 58s yep. that come up, and it was just like so. By the time I like came around time bomb, they were like hiring me and everything. I'd already had like all I knew all these people already, right. so it just made sense. And you know those things don't happen. Then I ended up I was at CCAC for like a year and a half, just working at the shop and everything. I went to Slippery Rock. And then that's where I didn't finish. Like, yeah. I really didn't finish. <laughs> right. I got to, like, my senior year, which I was a fifth-year senior. And I knew I was going to have to do, like, what at least... studying? I'm just curious. Like, physical education okay. at okay. the time. Yeah. Like, right. I started off phys ed, which is why Bethany, like, really came into play. Because yep, not sure. many places had phys ed majors. And is that something you look back, you were like, yep, I was probably the most interested in that. Or you would have changed... Some, you think you could have changed majors that maybe would have... Oh, uh, yeah. No, yeah, I didn't. No. Uh, there was no love no, yeah, 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 <laughs> Between yeah. me and education. Bus, dog. Yeah, yeah, that was just yeah, kind of right, like, I played yeah. sports my whole sure. life. I played everything... AU Cup high school in the college so to to my family and even me at the time it seemed like the most obvious no thing to get right. into yeah. at eight, yeah, like that. Right. And at right. 18, like I, I didn't necessarily want to be a teacher, but I figured by the time I was 20 or 21, I would because right. that yeah. three years at the time seemed like I was going to be like a real different person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I was at Slippery Rock. I knew I was going to have like another semester a year. I was getting ready to do like an internship and, um, I'd switch I'd switched majors into some shit they called professional studies. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah, they yeah. thought it was going to be like this cutting edge thing. I don't know. Maybe it is now, but you yeah. just essentially like designed your own major. Okay. Huh. And mine was going to be um, 
like nonprofit organizations, yep. like grassroots organizations, um, with like a heavy emphasis on music. So like my okay. my goal at the time was to go to like try to like create like maybe after school programs in areas where you know you had like maybe a lot of latchkey kids or things yep. like that. Yeah, and, you know, not every kid's like super interested in sports or necessarily like marching band or right, whatever right. that yeah. kind of integrating music and music like hip hop history and then yeah. also like making beats and things like that and it was it's like tech 25 are you familiar with tech 25 no nah, i'm care. not familiar at all these are uh, just like a crew we met out in uh we did uh, our, our homies in the binley hardware company which is like a local band they do a okay. tonk live show Dope. and we did a live pod from there and the people who are running it is oh my god i can't f- remember what the sound company is called but they're involved with tech mm-hmm. 25 up in carrick which is like the okay. same thing, kind of thing. that's After awesome school like uh internship slash mentorship like that's all different types of musical production live show production like all that type of stuff shout out our homie jordan over yeah there, dude. that's yeah, awesome yeah. i'm glad to hear something like that exists and it seems right. like that's something that again uh if your career allows you to something you could kind of pick up and yeah and, i would love to man it. yeah I, I would love to do something like that but yeah i walked into my advisor's office it actually happened to be my birthday okay and like just everything just like fell apart mm-hmm. uh like that day like i think like my girl broke up with me my aunt, yeah, my aunt who was like, you know, I was raised by my grandparents. This aunt was my mom's sister, her and my uncle or essentially my grandparents at that point. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. the the things that grandparents do, they did. And she was like diagnosed with brain cancer. She had something on her head. Sorry. I walked in and like <laughs> my advisor was like, we made a mistake. <laughs> I was like, I, like you know, I don't think there's a whole lot of we here. Yeah, 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 dude, for you know, real, yeah. Any, yeah anytime yeah. it's been just me in the past or it's been a mutual thing, she let me know it was me, even when it was mutual. So when I heard we, I knew she had fucked up. Yep, yeah. She she had, like, fucked up some of my block classes and stuff, and I had, like, 30 more credits than you needed to graduate, but right. I didn't have those two blocks, and I called my aunt, and I was like, you know, she had known I didn't want to go to school in the first place. I was kind of, like, rebellious in my grades because, like, I had done well in high school I did really I had really good SAT scores things like that huh. wasn't that I wasn't capable it was just like nothing was grasping my attention For sure wow you know yeah. it just wasn't where I wanted to be and they finally said that I could like walk away I had like a semester to it both and I was just yeah. like if I have to start paying my student loans whatever like let me start figuring this life shit out like right yeah you know I don't want to be going back to my it's uh, such a small window in the grand scheme of yeah, life. Hopefully. I don't want to go to my 10-year graduation say I'm still working on, like, my undergrad. Yeah, you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Five-year seniors, whatever. Ten-year senior. That's yeah, you know, and it heavy. just it yeah. kind of seemed like they finally accepted that was, like, the writing on the wall for me. Okay. Um, that's yeah. what I was But I got to say, man, I mean, it definitely probably didn't seem like it in the time and probably might not seem like it to some people mm-hmm. in your life now, but it's so, uh, you're lucky to kind of have that self-awareness. I feel like that. Yeah. Even if it's just like yeah. a semester early mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it, just that whole mindset, saving the money, whatever, like the mindset of like, I don't need to follow everybody else's game plan. Yeah. Like, and knowing that deep down in that little voice, that's important to like, like listen to that coach, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So I hope, yeah, it seems like you look like you always knew that, you know what I mean? From a young age. Yeah. I just, I don't know, man. I always landed on my feet. Right. You know, there, and like, I've never questioned that for a second. Like, I don't know if it's like divinity or, or just who I am as a person or this simulation's my simulation. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You got the cheat. Like, I've, I've yeah. just always landed on my feet and I've never like, 
I don't really question that too often. Hmm. So, like, as far as the regret, man, like, I think I, you know. That's liber- That's got to be liberating. It sounds yeah. like, you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, there's, trust me, there's a lot of points I for feel sure. like the world's crashing down on me, like those small moments. But for the most part, like, it's not even, like, necessarily believing in myself. It's kind of believing in, like, everything else. Right. Like, right. I, I'm, like, the, the puzzle piece that I think, like, other things are going to move around, not, like, in a ego, maybe in an egotistical way. No. But no, I, I just yeah. feel like things are going to work out for me and like to to question that or like to not believe in that would be a disservice to myself right and, sure. and skater, to the people around me skater and i talk about this all the time that's the selfish aspect of this show that we have mm-hmm. at least from our sides of the yeah. table is we we i knew i love you as like the the producer mm-hmm. and like the instagram personality we're gonna call sure. it that now we're hell getting yeah, more comfortable yeah, saying yeah. that i yeah. guess but like just this is like the, the behind the scenes stuff you know what i mean is what yeah. we can take in our bag because we're so much earlier on this like creative or just creative's not the right word but just that listening to that inner voice journey you know what i mean skater and i can both hell comment yeah, on that so yes. it's just uh i knew that i was just gonna this is like what i always talk about fancy bread fancy bread's a dope artist but he huh. looks at life and walks through life in a super yeah. admirable way as well so yeah just like, man just like you 100 yeah. percent. i think i don't know you can kind of like smell that on people you know what i mean that's like a I, skill i right. think like kind yeah. of having that radar it's like that's why when i heard you two were clicking up it's like of course you guys are about yeah. to take over the world because like, i hope yeah, so man. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he you know came to me with that idea and like i think i was already on on board off rip because i hadn't had and you know i get a lot of lot of artists like vocal artists that reach out to me to like work a lot and i think bd and jams who i work most closely with Mm -hmm. are two of the best so it's like if i'm working with two of the best bringing on another artist excuse me it's gonna take up time energy it's gonna take it away from those two artists and uh you know i'm just like really selective with that um, That's smart. And you mentioned that a couple of times. Like, kind of, what do you have? Can you talk on some things that go into that selection process of who you work with and who you just I mean I know that's kind of part of the secret sauce you know no I mean, I mean it's yeah. it's I don't even know if it's part of a secret sauce it's just something that necessarily like I don't I have trouble putting into words maybe I think you know first like the sound yeah you know yeah. and even like even with that the, the sounds like the lesser part of the equation because I think that's like you know something you can always work with mm-hmm. you can mold shape but it's just their attitude sort of things or how they're looking right. at everything and you know those are like kind of intangibles like someone you know because that that's you know that's so found like the foundational shit like the way you're raised you know well, like, like what you were saying before when you were talking to your boy uh through email and shit mm-hmm. you could even tell kind of like who, oh yeah what kind of a person James, he was just yeah. by James. yeah yeah James just by what he was job. just by how he was speaking to you through email or whatever you know yeah he just kind of got it i don't know if you know with certain things like trauma bonds people you yeah. know with me and me and bd like we have a new album coming out soon it's like fuck yeah there's a lot Beat going Bully into oil. it Bully oil was so sick thank you bro dude, thank you thank dude you. i'm telling blood i listened when that first came out i listened to blood money every day for, <laughs> oh, for months straight yeah. down thank I, you man that 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 opening scene. i'm glad yeah. that can I oh dude it's like and i've said it a million times that's that's what's always resonated with me with hip hop. Someone who can integrate a sample into their own creative beat and tell that story. And like Thank that's what I was telling Skater about the I I don't want to fuck up the name. Say your boy's rap name, please. 
right. Mo Mane Don. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just I don't. Mo has got a tough one, dude. <laughs> that that album that you guys put out, 2015, 2016, TBD. We don't know. Like that, that was that's a story in 28 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sample, it's like I was telling Skid, it's like it's a journey through space, man. Like with these Hell aliens, yeah. Mr. Rogers makes an appearance. Uh, like yeah, like, yeah. And it's, it's just like, like that's always what. Has always, I love lyricism and hip hop. That's mm. obviously something that that's important to me. But just like that ability to tell a story with something that's it's a whole different. It came from a whole different yeah. thing. So like, what? How do you approach the samples you're going to use? I'm sure I've always wondered: is it a combination of a song you like that you've always wanted to put a spin on? Is it something that you make a conscious effort to go like? Uh, album diving or whatever the mm -hmm. box diving whatever the proper box diving shout out yeah. mrs neighbor oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh yeah like i've always is uh, i've always wondered if it's if again like i think early on it was me wanting to put my own spin on songs or sample songs i knew like my love for hip-hop comes from like a general you know it's the sound of our generation but it was something that like kind of bridged me and my grandparents together like especially like interesting kanye was like sampling a lot of music i grew up on yep. and it was like uh. easy for me to like translate that to my grandparents because they just didn't get it you right know? Yeah. like and they knew it wasn't for them but it was important for me that they understood had some why i connect right. with it so much yeah. um and like kanye and just like certain artists sampling a lot of Motown and things like that allowed me to explain it and cool. early on I you know I wanted to sample a lot of that stuff because it's what I knew like right. Motown mm -hmm. and then you realize pretty quickly that 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 stuff's just been like you know a lot of it's been ran through and my skill level at the time like I couldn't make it my own enough um but like this you know nowadays like if somebody wants something like that sampled like if jams came to me you know i presented it that way he might have to sell me yeah, on it yeah. a little bit it's less know? daunting now though yeah but like you know yeah. i might go in on it but for the most part it's just listening to music like right. i found myself like when i'm listening to records or music for the sake of finding a sample like i'm like it just nothing like it it seems forced at that point like nothing sits well with me or if i hear something i like i bring it in it it doesn't translate the way i want to and it, it's like because i want something from it right i yeah. want something from the music i want it to serve me and like that's not the point of it you right. know what i mean when i hear something interesting and it gets me and i want to be there but like if i go looking for it like you know i, I can't go about it that way i just have to be listening listening to music and have something grab me and that's what really <laughs> resonates in this conversation to me about uh like your selection process of who you work with like mm -hmm. if you're not excited to just like go and cut up and kick it with the person if you feel like you're mm -hmm. pretty confident that you're not going to be able to work as efficiently or as well as you would like to yeah it's just a waste of everyone's time at that point yeah and probably right, yeah. a waste of their money too yeah my heart should be behind it i had someone over the house the other day who you know I, you know, I brought in everything and I just kind of told him like, you know, like not feeling this, yeah. not, not even not feeling this, but like, I need to know more. I need, I, you know, if we're yeah, thinking about yeah, three yeah, months, before we get started, you know, let's, three James months down your crib for a little while. Yeah. Right? Like for yeah. like three months, James was at wow, the crib shit. Yeah, yeah. and like a few months after that, I stayed at his crib in Chicago for like a month. Wow, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't like, and like my girl lives there. Yeah. I can't be having people in my house that like, you know, that you don't connect with and trust right. and like you know i believe james understands me as a person right you know and i'm you know if i'm a part of your equation like 
you know, sometimes it got to be about me too and, yeah. and having understanding. Yeah. You said that, that's an dude. interesting thing. I feel like something people don't think about, especially like with producers is like, you are so reliant on other people to be integral in yeah. like, you have a vision you want to put out too. It's a lot easier for the, the lyricist or the artist mm -hmm. to be more on the front uh, or like more tangible or whatever you want to say, but you, you got your vision too that, that yeah. needs to be interwoven in. I think jams I, in hindsight, like, things at first were not going the way that he wanted them to go. <laughs> really? Because it was kind of, well, like, in it, I think he was really, really used to, like, he had worked with his producer, Neto. Shout out to Neto. He's really tight from Chicago. Shout He's out. on the most recent album, Made With Love too. But I, I think when him and Neto sat down a lot, like, it was, like, a really collaborative effort. Right. And when Jams first started working with me, it's like, you're going to sit there and it's like... I got this. Yeah, like, Shit. you're going to get what you get out of me <laughs> yeah. sometimes, wow. you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that's not even like my headspace with it. Like anything where it's like, I was thinking that way as much as it was the way I work. Like I work by myself, like right. 99.9 and it goes just, that way. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, if this doesn't work for you, like, you know, I'll, I'll take direction. It's not anything like that, but I think he expected it to go a little bit different. And, you know, we found our groove without a doubt, like, you know, Sick. and everything like that. But yeah, I think like it caught him almost off guard, like that. I just like took control. Right, I'm yeah. At that point, dude, like uh, when you, any kind of collaboration, I feel like laying the groundwork is like the hardest part because yeah. I think some people just 100%, like bro. are kind of afraid mm -hmm. to do that or nervous about it or just don't even they don't even think about it. They yeah. think it'll just automatically happen, and yeah. so they want to they just want to skip uh, step one. You know? Yeah, I, I think with jams, a lot of it for me was really subconscious, uh, as far as like, I was pretty nervous, Yeah, you know? And I was just like, well, if I sit here and just start making a beat, like I'm eventually just going to forget that that dude's here. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah, going to forget yeah, jams yeah, yeah, on the couch. Yeah, yeah. Like, That's you know, awesome. you feel like, uh, there's just like this certain type of pressure to like, uh, create what they want. You know what I mean? And yeah. I didn't know what was expected of me um, necessarily. And, you know, it was so early on in that process that I kind of like it allowed him to see what I could do. Okay. And like after I made three or four and he had like an idea of like, oh, like prior to that, he might have just heard like more sample based boom bap stuff for me. Right. And then as we got on, he was like, oh, this dude has like a whole variety of bag, just how I feel. And that allowed us, you know, it allowed me to like maybe I don't want to put words in his mouth or anything, but I think as a producer at that point, if you have an artist that maybe, you know, if, if you're feeling like pigeonholed within a sound or anything like that and you put it out there yeah. like you're already out of that box you yeah, just yeah. allowed him like oh, okay like this is what i heard from him i think it went from me producing maybe one or two songs on the album that he was you know looking for that sound to uh -huh. me producing like over half the album him staying there for like three months instead of a right. week right and yeah. us like really wow. putting yeah. the supposed to be there a week yeah yeah like yeah, maybe like two crazy. weeks he wow. came out on like the one way yeah. you know what i mean sure. and, yeah. and yeah. he had come out previous to that okay. and stayed with me for like a long weekend and right. we had hit the studio and and really you know just like got a feel for each other i mean prior to that we were on facetime and like 
you know, three, four hours a day, sometimes straight, just like Damn. getting, but you know, once it's in person, like you don't even know how tall somebody is. What they smell like or anything, you know, exactly. And is he putting on how he ties his shoes? Yeah. And you know, he came, we were both not comfortable. That's right. I mean, especially with the way you, again, you said it perfectly. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but the way that you approach your career in terms of like you team up with people, you're not just looking to put out your, your quality over quantity for sure and yeah. like jams bd mm-hmm. like like all these dudes and you're getting in a relationship it's like picking yeah. a partner you know what and, I mean? and yeah. like, like at the same time like i'm cool being single bro yeah you know right. i mean i was when just like you know with my girl i was cool being single and and you know to some people that's attractive like yeah. that smells right like i'm not desperate like yeah. Yeah. you know there was a point in my career where i was like dying to work with any artist and then anybody who might have been looking at me who, who had something maybe more going on was looking at me was like this dude's just dying to work with anyone for sure that, comes yeah. that doesn't you know that it's doesn't that smell good yeah, like, yeah. yeah 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 and that's why that's I mean I I love the way that you work with BD man because Thank I'm BD someone I grew up in East End so BD someone who's been grinding for a long ass yeah. fucking time man and I, I I'm I don't pull any punches. I'm not a bullshitter. Like I'm not someone who's been up on every one of Beatty's mm-hmm. projects. But when I listened to Beat Bully, Bully Hoyle, my first thought was Beatty stepped his fucking shit up, man. Like, Beatty's in his fucking bag right now. I thought Thank every you. song, top to bottom, like he's just again. I, I said, it, I think I said it on mic, but like Blood Money Man, like that whole two and a half, two forty five, oh, whatever. Yeah. I love the video. Like he's just absolutely he's shredding that too, man. So I'm just curious at how how you. Have you been with BD for a while? Like, yeah, man, yeah. that's been like one of my closest friends for like ten, like through or Time Bomb years. and all that stuff. I'm sure is how you guys originally met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah through that. I actually before I started working at Time Bomb, there was um, a moment in Pittsburgh where I think like BET had like pretty recently come out with like the ciphers, the yeah. BET ciphers. I love those. And things. a um, video duo. Uh, Jordan Beckham and Jeff Hilty okay. were doing something called Antux. Assume nothing until you know something. Okay. And they were doing all these, they were shooting music videos, but they were doing all these ciphers too. And my little brother, Frank, um, not actually related, just yeah. like, you know, like, Frank. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. he was, he was doing video work at the time and I was getting into that. Is that Frank Palladino? No, it's okay. Frank Udivac. Okay. He went yeah. by Edge Media. Okay. Him and Dan Folger, yeah. uh, were Edge Media together. They did a lot of stuff for like Chevy Wiz and, okay. and toured with them and everything. Um, he was getting into it at the time and they were a camera short for the East End Empire Cypher, who were like all of my favorite rappers right, yeah. at the time. It was BD, Vinny Radio, Franchise, and Ghosty. Um, so like Vils wasn't there. There, there was a few missing pieces, okay. but that's actually how I met BD. I was like 18 or 19. And then like, you know, not too, probably within a year or so, I started working at Time Bomb. Okay. So, you know, there was like already that little bit. And then, you know, we just got close through the years, but it definitely started with uh, that and then Time Bomb really like. And then I've heard you talk a couple of times you've been on Chad show about you were someone who was very adamant about like cutting your chops before you would go out and reach out to people to like work with. You were kind of, I don't know if you want to call it guarded, whatever the term is, but like, is that something you experienced with BD as well? Or you guys work together? 
pretty early in your career, I guess you could uh, say. No, that, yeah. uh, that album is like the first one of my beats he's ever rapped on. Well, his, his album before that, uh, Good Things Take Time, which yep. came out like November 2019, I produced a track on there called Then and Now. Okay. That was the, that was originally supposed to go, we were, we were working on like Beat Bully Hoyle kind of before he was putting together the pieces of Good Things Take Time. but. Yeah. It just seemed to make more sense to like put that on good things save time is like kind of an introduction put that album out let it live and then start focusing back on be bully hoyle so now i mean he had like i just wasn't up to snuff like yeah right. i never took it personal we worked on a lot of beats together i mean he was rapping on you know static selected beats, beats buck wild yeah, beats right, you know right, dudes right. who worked with ditc digging in the crate so like yeah. it wasn't like you know like it wasn't anything wasn't like that yeah, i knew yeah. i wasn't up to snuff and like i would never be the type of person that like uh put myself in front of him and be like you know do any type of weird shit bro right. so um you know eventually just like you know i was there finally and uh you know we have like such a close friendship like you know, he's been there through moments of my life where other people weren't, you know, he knows things about me like other people never will know. He understands me on a certain level and that like transcends through the music. Right. Hell yeah. You know, he's like him and jams are like, him. you know, Beanie and jams are two people that I feel comfortable working in front of. And I don't really feel comfortable working in front of most people. Yeah. Like with Beanie, it's just like that level of like. I know there's not going to be any judgment. I right. know he knows that I got it. Right. You know what I Hell mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, I don't have to impress him. I don't have to worry about anything. But yeah, with, with BD, those people, the oil beats were like the first beats of mine he ever rapped on. And I mean, that's so apparent in the project, not only the musical part of it, but like the whole rollout you guys did, Thank like you. The, the Juxon thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. was so dope, dude, Thanks, and man. so innovative. I don't even know if you're hip to this skater, so I'll let you tell it. But like, yeah, they had this little, little, it's not, it's belittling it, but they had this competition with yeah just like a cypher challenge yeah. okay. like we, I, I know i kind of feel stupid now just asking what how would you describe a cypher what um traditionally it would be like just like um it, it transcends even like music but like if you're smoking weed out back table, or something right. there's like a circle of you just siphoning around like uh -huh. passing around like, all right and, and like you know, hanging on the lunch table yeah, like, like yeah. nation of islam when you're talking about like supreme mathematics too like cypher is you know what i mean that all circles in so it is a circle okay you know, it, it closes in so in hip-hop it'd be like if you know we're in the back alley or whatever and it's just like passing it around okay like passing around the freestyle or, or whatever you're doing yeah so i mean it, I get it it's eventually like transcended that where it's like the cypher is more of an idea maybe right. than it is anything else like on the, the internet but it was more like us putting out like the instrumental and allowing people to to rap on it oh, and making okay. like a competition out of it for some money okay i don't remember how much it was it wasn't anything like insane it might have been like 250 or Still 500 i think i actually yeah, remember yeah, this yeah, no yeah. i remember this yeah uh -huh. yeah you know and we had jams actually was in town staying with me at the time so okay. he was like a guest judge because like i didn't like i'm I don't want to judge anybody. Right. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. One, because I mean, selfishly, it's like, those are potential people for me to work with. For Some sure, people right. might take that personally. Yep. Yeah. And you know, we had friends involved with it too, but it just so happens that I've been doing this for a long time. I'm really good friends with a lot of dope rappers yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah. Good and they support me yeah, and, right. and a yeah. lot of them might not even 
rap anymore but like when, when you're an MC like you're an MC for life like right. BD might have stepped back from it for a minute but I knew every day he was he was in, the, in the truck freestyling and everything yeah. Yeah. but yeah we did that and you know the overall goal there is to like connect with people let them know what we're going on Hell and, yeah. and also you know show some love to people for sure mm-hmm. I mean but, that just sounds like a really cool creative idea that you don't hear too much I guess I don't know and, and it's a cool way to bring like people together like you said and it's just like a cool project to do yeah you've never done it before yeah and know? like you know the the really cool thing i thought about it which was like in my head the whole time and like really seem see it come to fruition is um you know it's, it's really hard to like break into a scene or like find people that you're connected with because established people in the scene sometimes are only going to be drawn to like established people yeah, or snobby. the next yeah you know yeah. what i mean and i i thought it was a great opportunity for younger artists who don't have a click yet a squad or whatever right. like kind of meet with some other people who might yeah. join it and that ended up happening which was that's really really dope you know that's fucking awesome that all yeah. goes back to that grassroots fucking make your own major man yeah like, man just yeah, that you, that yeah. You move shit. With, which is like is awesome and and you know my mind works a, that way a little bit too because like i was the like ambassador at time bomb you know what yeah. i mean like i was the most accessible one there so nice. even like maybe when i started getting a name i still had to pay that role yeah, you, know, you could pop up on me anytime. Right. I was at mm-hmm. 200 South Island, yeah, like every you day. You always carry that with you. <laughs> you and that's you like know, time bomb, man. Is if like, you want to build or if you want to come see me, like I'm there. Right. You know? yeah. So like, I kind of like never lost that rule. So um, even as someone who might be like established now, you know, I was still always like looking to like allow like a welcome door for people to like enter and right. like meet and connect. And Dude, time bombs on the Mount Rushmore of Pittsburgh. Yeah, 100%. Man. That's fucking sick. It's all, all right, four so heads if yeah, you ask yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, what years are we talking when you just recorded this cipher? This was uh, recent, this was, right? Yeah, this was last. Okay. This was this year. It was 2021. It, it was yep. that recent. So it was like March, April of this year, I think. We okay. were rolling out the album. Maybe February. Yeah. Other quick question. Mm-hmm. When did you start working at Time Bomb? <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Explosives, no, um, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> like like ballpark. Twenty ten. Okay. Twenty ten. Um. So they were still at South Highland. Then. Yeah, we were still on South Highland. Um. One Up used to be in the back of Time Bomb. Yeah, they were like, like only like, It was yeah. for a short period of time because before that they were at eight eight five Skate Park. They weren't far removed because we still had a lot of supers on deck, and I don't know that they were yeah. from them, but they were from that era. So we were probably only a year or two removed when okay. I started working there. So all I was going to say is I remember my first time going to yeah. the time bomb and like I maybe I was like 16, 17 and I was going to one up and mm-hmm. I didn't know time bomb was the real store mm-hmm. and one up was just in the back. So I'm going through and bricks working and he's <laughs> loud, being loud as fuck, <laughs> no. jamming the music yeah, yeah, yeah. and no, like, okay. dude, no, I pick up this like graffiti magazine and he's like, it's like, what are you looking at that for a little kid? Like put that shit down. It's not for, for sure. you. Like I was just super fucking like off on you i was just like so intimidated dude and that's just kind of how it was back then even with skate shops dude you'd go in and like people working at the skate shop would just like give you the cool guy cold shoulder (laughs) and all i'm all i'm trying to draw a picture of right now is just that um fuck what's the word i'm looking for the difference between then and now see Mm. back then it was all about trying to act 
cool and shit and not give anyone a chance. And now you're fucking making beats and trying to yeah. give young kids a chance that like when I was that age, man, it was tough, dude. Like you had to intimidating. It was intimidating. Word. And like, yeah. it, and, and for a lot of people, that was it. Like once they were intimidated, yeah. they were done. They didn't want to try after that. For sure. And, and you know, that's, that's why that position existed. You know, that's sure. why people were protective of things. If you can't handle that, like you're not going to be handled getting chased down on the cops on a exactly. trailway. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, exactly. um, yeah, so I always appreciated that. And, you know, I've gotten it from people, still get it from people. It's like, yeah. you can't take it personal, but for sure. with, with today's day and age, because people are so accessible through social media or you can blast some somebody on, on social media I think you know with younger generation and, and younger stores you don't get that yeah you get that as much um, well I, I think you still get it you get it in this really disingenuous way like one thing is like if brick fuck with you you knew brick fuck with you he didn't yeah. give you like this fake right exactly you know right. what I mean you got it and then I, I you know my role with time bomb was kind of to be that ambassador and like yeah. you know bring yeah, that yeah. and I played that role very very well that's kind of who I am as my core so you know, I played that well though. And I think yeah. people lose sight of the fact like that like initiation process or just like that like Hazen. scrutiny. Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. I, <laughs> Not to yeah. put it that way. No, but it's yeah. like it's, it's, it's an easy word. Like it's and but like that instills this loyalty that you have, man. Hundred percent. Like and it's it's that selection process goes into your music like all mm. that shit permeates into your life which i think is a good thing man it's it's a big part like we talk about it all the time like getting your balls busted by your boys yeah good thing kids don't do that anymore it's I, like, yeah i yeah, think yeah. what i was trying to get at is no, like know, it, yeah. you can't yeah it's harder to be like that with the young yeah, kids right. these days for sure and i remember um in skateboarding there was a young maybe like in skateboarding we we consolidate our or actually our generations are like there's smaller gaps between mm -hmm. other people's generations. I don't know why, but there wasn't the generation directly under me. It was the one coming under them. Mm -hmm. And I just, we, me and my generation would just bust their balls so much and they just wouldn't get it. Yeah. And it was, it got to a point where like, I don't think this is the way we got to do it. Like they're just, we're just pushing them away at this point. Mm -hmm. And we actually had to just kind of like, I don't know, like be more sensitive. I don't know yeah. what it was, but we kind of okay. had to like accept to them, them a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I thought that was kind of whack, you know, I was like, why the <laughs> fuck am I? Yeah. I, I wasn't raised like this. Like they, they gotta be how I was. And, and yeah. then I got to a point where I was like, God damn, like you gotta do the adult thing here and mm. just like, swallow you know, it. yeah, man, wonder, swallow your pride and fucking help these kids out before, I wonder if it's just like the 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 separation of that that middle generation being there where it's like that generation one above them where you're two above them yeah. might have been able to do that to them and, and bring them to you that happened in like the hip-hop scene a lot yeah like you know if if i was on the ground floor and someone was one above me like one above me would test me yeah. if i got through that then you know then you're like allowed to meet and, and access oh, but it's at, at that age when you're, skating. Yeah, yeah you know at, at that it, it is difficult to not understand because you don't see them that way right you're you're not seeing that separation it's like an invisible line between it's, those two yeah it, exactly. it's difficult man because i work with a lot of young artists or yeah. a lot of you know sometimes when i do one-offs or people i like just get and build with and stuff or sure. you know sometimes i forget they're like 23 years old sure. and, i know i i sometimes don't really get that yeah i i sometimes forget how how young some of these kids that i skate with now you know, yeah. like some of them are 18. 
Some of them are 21, you know. It's, I'm 34, dude. And you forget what your perception of a 34-year-old was when you were 18. <laughs> right, dude. I didn't even think of that. God damn. Well, you do. Yeah. You talk about that all the time, just like how well, how much two, three I'm years sure you makes think a of difference. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, sure. yeah, 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 now that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> way to be present, skater. Way I'm to like, be present. I'm like, yeah. man, yeah. like if I was 18 or even 21 and I would look at a 34-year-old, I'd be like. Get off my dick, dude. Yeah, like, like yeah, fuck yeah, off, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, I'll yeah. do what I want. I don't care what what you think yeah and yeah 100 you had yeah. me cracking up skater talking about the first time walking in this time i remember the first shirt i bought at time oh yeah yeah oh, black yeah. black t-shirt uh pa is for hustlers dude it was like oh yeah, yeah. it's a classic one bike. Yes. Yeah. yeah i remember that one like that's what i'm saying man like time bomb had this energy around i say this all the time i grew mm-hmm. up in the east end i was yeah it's impossible not to be aware of it was never in it just like again i got we were talking about how before and a lot of ogs in that neighborhood just like kind of secondhand now a little bit more intimately man but it's just uh i like that time bomb now is like looked at as this established thing and mm-hmm. not kind of like this exclusive thing again you still have the core yeah. group of people For who sure. are right. who are the ogs who are kind of mm-hmm. like the patched in if you will sure. you know what yeah. i mean but sure. now that it's just it's getting its respect it's due i think citywide yeah. And yeah. Oh, yeah it's inspired so many other places to pop up i mean you talk to the i, think so. I know you're, you're you're involved daily bread refresh mm-hmm. all these people is indirectly directly whatever yeah i mean from, from I, the forefathers i think they all at least you know i can only speak for sean and, and bj and everyone down at 5450 but we all grew up you know looking up to brick mm-hmm. and what he had established and when you really get an understanding of the city and the size of the city and what's going on and what what went on before and what went on before and after brick like yeah there, there's like so many things that don't happen if it isn't for him right for sure there's other people too don't get me wrong but like looking at brick like you know yeah he's the gm he's made a yeah. lot of shit fucking happen dude. exactly man he, he's and you know he's allowed it for other people right you know just yeah. like it, allow it and you have to give your dues up to someone who who did it he did it with graffiti you know yeah. what i mean so i was just about and, to say like he's so integrated everything and yeah like, yeah man yeah. force Merle. yeah, yeah. he's yeah. you pick up a copy of the american graffiti history book and you know brick's the first name they mentioned when or one of the first names they mentioned when they mentioned pittsburgh for sure Fuck, yeah. you know what i mean like Sick. even even that stuff like all everything goes hand in hand graffiti goes in hand with the the elements of hip-hop right. djing break dancing emceeing producing all, all that, that. it's so and sick they all exist together it's so sick how they were able to keep all that shit so tight-knit back in the day before mm-hmm. Like cell phones, even you know, dude, hundred I mean? percent. I was gonna man. say social media, but I wasn't even gonna like. I, I had to go deeper. Yeah, really, like, to even yeah, before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when there was yeah. fucking pay Zach phones Morris, on like, the street, you yeah. know, like, yeah. hey, meet me here at this time, this day. Well, your area was like, you know. Squirrel, like Squirrel Hill was like integral to that with like the uh, benches and everything yeah, where yeah. people would go get flyers and, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and like that flyer scene was super heavy, shit's so sick. you know? Yeah, and, dude. And, and again, like Squirrel Hill is a wild place, dude, because you have so many different types of people. Like it's got like this weird, perce- it's got mm-hmm. a, it's got a perception that it probably deserves to some points, but like you got so many different types of people. You got affluent people, then you got people running up and down on the top of the buildings. Like, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Just like wilding out, dude. Like, I mean, I know, I, I don't know if you work with, but like, I know, you know, Bill Waves, like, oh yeah, yeah. Bill's that, that, that's, sure. that's uh very evident. And like mm-hmm. a lot of his music, just yeah. run, especially the new project with German. Man. Like, yeah. That's just great. Yeah. Big yeah. waves. Yeah. Absolutely. Me, me and uh, Bill got some stuff in the talk too. We're oh, 
okay. Right. All right. Fuck yeah. But yeah, man. Squirrel Hill, like my grandparents, like I grew up in Plum. My grandparents grew up in Glen Hayes. Like, okay. They're, yeah, they're both yeah. dragons. Yeah, you know what fuck I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like even as a young young and I, I would be in you, got you know around the west the east, oh yeah, yeah my first dreidel i ever bought was from squirrel hill Fuck yeah. so i'm not jewish yeah, yeah. i just like really wanted to dreidel right, for some thought reason I was yeah. jewish growing up man like jewish italian you're the same then, thing bro you, yeah. your food's just more fire yeah, like, my, yeah, 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 yeah i'm yeah. like you know i'm a mutt i'm a little bit of everything yeah but man yeah I and that's why Italian might be like somewhat dominant. I don't right. really know that. And to kind of close the loop on Brick as someone who's just kind of always admired him from afar. He's always mm-hmm. he's like, again, you're talking about skater. Like he's in your face. He's on your ass. Oh, but yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. always seemed very. He's reveled in that role of putting people on too. Which is oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, he don't Certainly. mind. Like, it's weird to call him like in the background because he's not in the background yeah. at all. But again, he's like, I mean, he's helped so many people that are international superstars. Yeah, man. your, your like, stamp means nothing if everybody's stamped with it. For you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. So well put. So that that's like the thing with him where like I don't know. Yeah. He is a really special dude. He's one of my clothes. I in the last if I started working in the last like ten or eleven years, there's probably like I mean like maybe one day a year I don't talk to Brick. Like right, even yeah, text, yeah. you know what I mean? Like we're still that close with awesome. like everything going on. He stays right around the way from me, you know right, what I sick. mean? Like right. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's awesome. tight. Yeah, Billy, this has been dope, man. Like we've been chopping up for damn near ninety minutes now. No like, shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. I, hope, I, I hope felt like nothing. I know, oh, yeah. man. I'm that's why I like to hear when people talk come on. Do it's whatever, just like, bro. I love this things shit. On. I mean, I got a few more things. I mean, we are probably gonna make you stick around for Beater Beat. Oh, dude, cheeks. I'm not gonna. All right. No, I just. Um, yeah, Billy. I mean, this is like a. I know it's like a big question. I'm interested. Like, what's next, man? Like, what year? Yeah. I know you kind of got to keep a lot of stuff close to the vest, but sure. I'm definitely interested in, in kind of what the people can be looking for out of you here in the next couple months or so. Yeah. So me and BD for sure nice. have some things we're working on. Um, hopefully, end of this year. If not, next year. Yeah. Just depending on how things go. You know yeah, what yeah. feels right for when sure. things. You know, not forcing anything. Um, the closer you get to the end of the year you know it just why not hold on to it right. like polish some right. things up so yeah. we'll see um me and jams are still working together a lot you know that's my boy um we have a lot of songs we're sitting on he you know he's still made with love jams the flavor child that's out now um it's still breathing like it yeah. still has a lot of legs for sure you know so we're filling that out um i do my own remix projects i just put out the first one as a project billy's thank you man yeah i liked it a lot billy's bootlegs volume one the way it sits right now like if i kept doing it that way i have about like 10 volumes of that i'm sitting on damn so i'm just like trying to decide like um you know when to put that out how long to let those breathe that's not an album like with BD and jams like those type of albums you know i really want to let breathe a little bit longer but something like that like i you know i don't know you know i a lot of people went to it right away but i i think some of those like the remixes i just don't know how long those live with people i think they're pretty here pretty gone for the most part like maybe there's one or two on each but you know so i might put um i might you know october 1st put out the volume two okay, it's finished cool. like they're all finished just waiting all on the cover art just yeah i mean like right. they're just you know organizing them and sequencing them i can do that in a night yeah. um i'm working on a project called fleetwood doom i've heard about this the, yeah sounds sick. i put out i put out a track like last july yep. um 
It was the first track. It was just called Fleetwood Doom. Me and my mother don't have like a great relationship throughout my life. Like I've tried to like bridge that gap and it's just never really worked. Um, yeah. My favorite artist, you know, this is before MF Doom passed, just yeah. for the record, I have to say that. I guess you. But, um, you know, my favorite, one of my favorite artists is MF Doom and my mother's favorite artist is Stevie Nicks. Yeah. From, so I just like was sampling fleetwood mac yeah and uh you know sampling it for doom getting doom acapellas and do it that way it's been it's been a long process man the first one was really well received uh the other ones that i'm sitting on so far have been really well received but i put like so many restrictions on it myself yeah um like it has to be project yeah you know it's like is that why you think you're putting the restrictions on it is because it's like any sort of more of an emotional project for you it's that thing where i don't want anyone to pull my card yeah yeah um so you know stevie nicks isn't a founding member of fleetwood mac and she hasn't been on every album and since like the the cry it's like supposed to just be something that i have for me if something ever happens to my mother where it's like we've never bridged the gap but like this is like my last effort to try to um try to get her to like where i am or where i've been or like you know yeah bridge that gap so it's like the album has to have stevie nicks on it right like you know know, and that's it's limiting and and some of those songs sometimes don't sound you know best suited for what i'm trying to do when yeah and 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 things like that so it's been a process and it's like it's just one that i'm not going to rush like right. i've i've rushed i've heard, like awesome. yeah I, I put out like an earl sweatshirt remix project last year and like <laughs> i had like two earl remixes and i was like ah, oh, i should do a project yeah, and, yeah. and then i announced it <laughs> and i looked at like the date that i announced and i was like oh that's like a week and a half away jam <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah. So, like, the next week and a half was just that. And, like, you know, I like to be working on, like, multiple things at once. So I'm the same way, and I fucking hate announcing shit. Yeah. And in a way, it's good because it it gives you a deadline. Keeps you accountable. I need it. Yeah, it keeps you accountable, and I need it, too. But sometimes I just, like... I announce it way too early, and I'm just like, For yeah, sure. I'll definitely yeah. get it done, you know, whatever. I bite off more than I can chew at deadlines. Yeah. Or just yeah. like, I want to drop one of these every week for the next two months. Like, yeah. like, oh, yeah, it's get, hard like, to stick with Maybe six that. of these yeah. would have been better yeah. than eight. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. So I, I think first of the month, like uh, Bandcamp, are you familiar with that music platform? Yeah. 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 So it's really good for the creators, yeah. obviously. You know, it, it's direct access, and they do Bandcamp Fridays. Cool. Um, I don't know that they're doing one for October, but it's at least a day that I think people are aware, Tapped like in. that go to Bandcamp. Right. Yeah. So I'll probably put that up for like uh, Bandcamp Friday, which is October first, which is you know right. roughly like ten, eleven yeah. days away. Yeah. <laughs> um, but those those are all finished. It's just a matter of uh, uploading them. Right. So right. I'm like the only reason I'm kind of hesitant on that one is because I'm like. You know, did I did I let the previous one breathe enough? Like it's still gaining traction. Um, no, like, yeah, yeah, beginning yeah, yeah. of September. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, like yeah. September eighth or something. Yeah. So about two weeks. Right. And uh, yeah, so just trying to find balance there. I don't want to wait till November. Yeah, it's necessarily kind of too long. Well, I don't know if you want to talk about this either. Fancy Red was telling me like when we had our home run derby a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago that uh, something I never realized in the music industry is like now that summer's ending until mm-hmm. like new year's comes yeah, like it's yeah. pretty dead like. there's there's weird points like especially getting closer to the holidays like end of december they typically say like um you know majority of the music industry takes like the last two 
weeks of the year off as far as like journal journalists publicists maybe yeah. anything like that yeah. so you just get into the area where it's like lost in the sauce you know wouldn't I, I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily at that level people that I work with are, but like you kind of have like a machine working around you, you know, you For have sure. like essentially like freelance employees and you know, if they were to drop them and those employees aren't working to like, you know, have yeah. that initial push. Wasted effort. Yeah, yeah. And you know, like the summer's always hot. People right. sit on summer, yeah. us being independent artists, we have to like think about it a little bit more. BD and I kind of have narrowed in to if everything's ready to go and we're happy with it and it feels right by this date let's start the process if it crosses that threshold let's not run with that and then the thing with me dropping like my individual stuff like the Billy's bootlegs is I have to make sure that those are like free and pass by the time me and BD start right. pushing something right you know it's two schedules running yeah. concurrent with each other yeah like, and it's yeah. like i'm not going to be pushing that solo jams Billy's, like, yeah yeah, yeah right, you know right, yeah. i don't want to be pushing my my solo stuff when like you know Stepping the emphasis it. is me and beady right, right you know these these solo projects are more like in between like allow people to come with me but you know the beady and the jam stuff takes precedent over all that so i have to make sure yeah. i'm clear of all that right you know before i drop anything so that's, that's a lot of it's a lot of prior prioritization yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it is, is now. now. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Let me do my job, cuz. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do. Speaking of doing my job, I got to get on my late night show host a little bit. We can make it happen right now. Who's, yeah. who's like two or three people you'd die to work with if, if nothing was a restriction? Kind of past, present, whatever. Like oh, artist, man. producer, doesn't matter. I need you on a Griselda track. Like, okay. I, I, I was telling okay. Fancy Bread that I need you on a Benny or Conway. Like I need, I would love that. I think that would That'd be, tight. be fire. But again, um, I'm not putting words in your mouth. I mean, first and foremost, uh, you know, I wouldn't be me if I didn't say like the people I work with is who I want to work with. For sure. First Hell and yeah. foremost, um, all time as far as like rappers go, um, your old Droog is like one of my favorite. Um, he's reached out recently. We've been emailing some stuff back and forth. So I, I think him for sure, like there's it's manifested dog. Yeah. I mean, there's bigger people like I, Nas is one of my favorite artists, but I don't know, man. It's just like, of course I'd love to work with Nas, but I, I don't know. I just don't really see it that way. Like that's not like name for me. You know, I'd love to work with the Griselda dudes like Benny and them. They do everything in house though. Like that's their sound. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so it's it's hard with even Nas and them to, like, feel that way. But, you know, I, I would definitely start with your old Droog. I think Doom, for sure. Right. Um, that would just be, like, such an interesting process. I know people have worked with him in the past. Like, he wears the mask in the studio. Really? And yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, I, I mean, you're, you know, you're playing a whole character. I think you have to, like... Yeah. To really get the best of Go yourself in. if you're doing that, like mm -hmm. be in that mode. Um, I think Doom and then I'd like to work with I think Alchemist, but Alchemist rapping and me producing. Ooh, Alchemist yeah. is a dope rapper. He uh, oh, dude, he like, came up. What's that album the in the early two thousands with the green cover? That he's uh, First Infantry. Yeah, yeah. Dude. So like yeah. Alchemist was a rapper before he was a producer. He was in the Hooligans with Scott Kahn, which is oh, James Kahn's son. Like Damn. the actor Scott Kahn. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So they're called yeah. the Hooligans. They were signed to like Soul Assassin Records, like Cypress Hills label. Yeah, and that's how he kind of got in there. They had that. 
that, but uh, you know, he, he's always been about that. And I think it would be interesting. I think it's probably, I know him and evidence, which is another person I'd love to work with um, from dilated people's evidence. They're like best friends, but they did the stepbrothers album in like 2015, 2014 around there. Yeah. And um, a lot of those were alchemist beats and I would like to hear him on something else. I think as someone who makes beats and has rapped on things before, um, I, I think it's probably like freeing to rap on someone else's beats rather than yours. Like yeah. you kind of know what went into it, what you had in mind, who right. you had in mind, right. and things like that. But yeah, is rapping something that never tickled your fancy? Like, have you ever dipped your toes in it? Like, oh yeah, for yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, right. I feel like um, you have to. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know, to find out that it doesn't work for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. My mind works all right, but like my my uh, my mouth isn't always there. Pause. Yeah. But it like doesn't always catch up and things like that. And there's moments, but like I have a lot of things to say, you know what I mean? A lot of, right. a lot of things of that nature, but I've just never been very poetic with the way that I've put it. And I would just never be some like super surface level, you know, anything like that. And it's just not something I work towards anymore. So, you know, so are yeah. you, I don't know. Are you closing the door on the world ever hearing Billy Hoyle bars? Oh uh, no, you'll definitely hear that without a doubt, but okay. you probably won't know that you're hearing it. You okay. Know? Okay. Like, all right. All right. I might yeah. just start putting out like random projects on like LimeWire and things like that and being like, it's out there and exists. I'm not necessarily yeah. saying that <clears throat> it, yeah. it would be me rapping on them, right. but like random like projects out like that, secret things like that. And I'm sure at some point, like, BD produces, too. Okay. You know, he's, yeah. he's got some joints with hubs and stuff. So I'm sure we'll do, like, the flip. Yes. Yeah. And it'll be, yeah. like, a quasi-moto. It's like, like, <laughs> yeah. guys, like pitch yeah. down, yeah. Yeah. you know? Bully, Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something just for fun, man. You know? That's what it is. It's all about the love, bro. For sure. You know? Yeah. And that's why, I mean, again, dude, like, you just don't keep yourself in a box. It's like, you're going to, you do all this shit outside of music, man. It's just uh, that. that there, there's a lot of Billy Hoyle rapping records yeah. on my hard drive. Oh, like, dude, I would, maybe Beatty's heard. I would like, big bucks nobody to hear else. some of those just as a fan, man. Oh, man. Fan, I need man. you to look at me a certain type of way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I don't know that you'd have get, too much maybe respect. Maybe we get, like, a 2 a.m. Instagram live for five minutes one night. That'd like, be tight, yeah, man. Yeah, I would love to do things like that. Instagram live so, so odd to me. Oh, dude. Dude, well, I was it feels so violating. Skater and I were playing pool. We got yeah. pool table downstairs. Uh, he's somehow managed to go two hours on the mic without mentioning he got 4-0 sweeped yesterday. But like, yeah. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Those were all scratches on the eight ball. Uh, two of them were scratches <laughs> on the eight ball. Loss is a loss, buddy. But yeah, yeah. I was thinking, I was like, just the way that we're cutting up, like, it just like, if I don't know if people would like that, like, just streaming that, dude. Like, just, I, oh, yeah, a I big think so. proponent of yeah. people enjoy the process as much, if not more, than the final product because that's that's the envious part that mm. does seem more tangible than like the song that's on Spotify dude you know yeah. what I mean and I, I think, think that's a big part of it I think when you're live like that too looking at this almost from like a s selfish perspective but like people are gonna throw you ideas during that time yeah yeah. People are I didn't even like, think of that this is what we want to see on the show and things like that or yeah. this is who we want on there more so than they might because I'm a huge fan times. of that uh, uh, the cave show like the kenny Beach yeah. show like i think yeah, like he's, yeah he's he's a cut up dude like yeah and uh um like we were talking about before with like interaction like the people who are turning in tuning into those first couple ones are like the day ones who are like fucking for sure like, heavy yeah. so like those opinions might carry a little bit more yeah, weight like, you know i think it's hard to like get past your ego too and think like on a weekly basis i have x amount of people listening and then when i go live i have 
you know, for sure. X yeah. minus yeah, yeah, 500. Yeah. 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 And yeah. that goes all back into knowing the platforms, dude. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? For sure. Not, not getting too lost in the sauce. But. Yeah. yeah. All right. I don't know about you guys, but I need a smoke break before we beat some yeah, cheeks. Yeah. 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 This has been yeah. awesome though. Uh, we're yeah, not letting you out of here just yet, man, but oh, thank yeah. you again for sharing what you have so far. Sure, let, let's get me. you in our arena a little bit. Like, yeah. Hell yeah. See yeah. How it goes. yeah Cause Hell you've yeah. been so buttoned up and, and uncomfortable <laughs> yeah, so yeah, far. Yeah. So we'll go find fancy bread. We'll get him on here and we'll keep the shit rolling. Let's go. Thank Hell you. Yeah. All right, so we're back as promised. Billy Hoyle is still with us for another round of the flagship say- segment, not statement, beat or beat those cheeks. This is where we can take some topics from the anybody's or ourselves. And if we're not into them, if we don't like them, then things is beat. If we like them, if we're into them, if it feels so, so good. good. We're beating those cheeks. <laughs> that right there for the trained ear is the one and only executive producer of the Anybody Can Do This Show. Fancy bread. How the hell are you? Good. I came running in the room like Charlie Sheen in Major League. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We need, that would be some sick, like, run out to the mound. Wild thing. You got, you, got the, uh, you got the haircut right now, yeah, like the Rick Vaughn right. style. Yeah, right. Right. Are we calling this a mohawk? What are we calling I this? Know. I did it myself. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Oh, we can tell. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. all that matters. Yeah, no, um, but thank you for joining us. I know you are off mic homeboys with uh, Billy Hoyle. You're also yep. sometimes off mic homeboys Super with friends. us. Oops. Okay, you said it. Uh, Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's been a while since we've seen you. You good? Good to see you're alive. You got a little tan. How'd you get a tan? You don't leave your apartment. Been out biking, running, doing that, back to it. But um, funny, quick funny story of what was just happening um i was somebody recommended me an experimental film called uh oh man i don't even recall the title i'll just butcher it it's it's a crazy title insane word um it's a native american word okay uh it's an experimental film from 1982 i looked it up on youtube didn't really like think about it at all put the first thing i found on and 32 minutes into it, I realized I was watching it in reverse from the end. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. What type of devil puts that out on the internet? Why does that Somebody uploaded it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, oh, you know and what? I was watching it. And I, I was can't like, believe this guy they, just died in the they, first uh, Depending on what it is, they do that to avoid uh, yeah, yeah. getting it kicked off. Yeah. Then I, but then was I, it called Koyon Asatsuki? Yeah, but that's not how you pronounce it. It's called uh, Koyon. <laughs> Koya. No, but you're close. That's what it is. Koyon It's called C. I know what it is. Yeah, it's all got like time lapses and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. But that's why. Sick. Yeah, it's sick. But it's like, it's just, it, there's no dialogue. There's no peep characters. Yeah. It's oh, visual. Okay. It's from like 82. Philip Glass, he's like a famous composer. Uh, yeah. You know, like. Sounds uh, very interesting. For he you ha- right it's like now. a symphony play. Yeah. The whole time. We wrote the, the score time. for the movie. And then it's just crazy visuals. And, but like, that, that's how you can, you know. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, I was like, this music sounds back. <laughs> <laughs> Zeppelin saying kill myself in the background. Oh, shit. And I was like, I looked it up on Wikipedia and it was like, the opening scene starts with the Grand Canyon. And then I was like, wait, that's not what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fast forward to the end. There's a Grand Canyon. Yeah. I would never even have the presence of mind to realize it would be like, again, to be. I was. Uh, well, yeah. this is total left turn. But so that's what of- I got. That's what I was just doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> using your time productively, yeah. it seems. Yeah. Well, left turn, but still in movies. We talked about it a little bit last week. Unfortunately, Norm Macdonald passing recently. Oh, but devastating. your movie has been heavy in conversation about Norm- Dirty Work, dude. I think it's uh, finally time that I, I see Dirty Work. I know that's... Oh, you haven't seen still it? Still haven't seen it. I don't what take any hell? of your advice in a timely yeah, manner. I take it at some point, but it's very rarely at it the time. It just takes a lot of sink. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of the story of my life. All right, but uh, anything else you got updates? For it's the called Co- Koyanis Kotsi. Isn't that what I said? Uh, missed Scott? a few consonants, I think. Uh, you know, if you did, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, I it's hard to tell. Dude. <laughs> that was like That's a crazy dude, world, a crazy word. Like after I wanted to be a video major in college, like I must have watched that movie like once a week and really? I didn't even really smoke weed back then but when I watched that movie I would smoke a joint and just trip <laughs> out dude and it's like three hours dude it's like I'm just non-stop like crazy aerial shots of like Grand Canyon fucking yeah. just crazy time lapses whatever. yeah if you're feeling like tripping turn it on yeah backwards uh yeah, yeah. 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 backwards yeah. <laughs> dude go for the playlisted one not the full length one oh, watch like, the ads okay so I think we gotta get into it right here this first yeah. one I think we're going to start with our illustrious guest, Mr. Billy Hoyle. So this has been submitted a few weeks ago now, dare I say a few months ago at this point, from our good friend, the dear Miss Beans. And as soon as I saw this going through the repository of responses, I was like, this feels right up my man, Billy Hoyle's alley, just based on a few things I've seen on the interwebs. Miss Beans wants us to beat or beat the cheeks of hot Cheetos. Billy, would you care to start us off? I'm beating them cheeks. Yeah, let's go. That's a great way to <laughs> start, that. man. It's always a good way to start your night, beating those cheeks, Billy. Man, so. flaming hot cheeks. Flaming hot funions. Okay, so I'll you're just flaming hot yeah. anything. I'm gonna like. try. I'm gonna try that flaming hot Mountain Dew. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's like the crossover. That's man, like dude. a Long John Silver's and W crossover <laughs> yeah. like coming together for me. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, I feel like that's that's enough. So are we ever gonna get a picture of you in a bathtub full of hot Cheetos? So I was thinking about doing it with the um, Mountain Dew. Okay. I was thinking about yeah. doing that. Okay. But I, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Okay, I mean, I'm also beating the cheeks of hot Cheetos. This is something I actually acquired a taste for later in life, believe it mm. or not. Like, I tried to avoid the gas station breakfast staples, like, for mm. a majority. Trust me, I was in the gas station getting breakfast. But, like, <laughs> I don't know, just, like, the hot never did it for me. It always seemed too uh, fake or whatever. I don't, but, like, dude, later in my life, I've been absolutely smashing. I'd probably take hot Cheetos over regular Cheetos. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, flaming hot. Yeah. No Skater, doubt. fancy bread, anyone beat on it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat the cheeks nice. dude my boy. Yeah. is there a resounding cheek beat I was gonna say are we putting this in the bowl next to the combos with Dave Grohl like, yeah, yeah. We have a whole bucket of those things right now I, think, I would love to see it Billy you might actually be the one that can help us find us there's gotta be some hilarious like economy size like hot Cheeto out there like we I'm on, on Amazon like yeah I'm on it yeah. Yeah. Bought, uh, yeah, I'll holler at Cheetos if yeah. not yeah. see if we can make it happen that would be a great Sick. bag to get the Cheetos he bought what 340 cans of Mountain Dew Baja Blast <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. That was great. I didn't actually buy it. I just saw like a post. Was I was like, dying. If you bought 203.8 Baja Blast is fatal. Damn. So I just ordered like 204 from Taco Bell <laughs> and a, um, something else. Because 
Because that was like last meal, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You can get a little chalupa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. one chalupa. chalupa. Yeah. So yeah. Like, <laughs> it was like $700, and the best part is I had like the DoorDash pass. Yeah. So it's like DoorDash saved you $92.34. Light flex with the DoorDash pass. I yeah. think yeah. 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 not a big deal. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, this one I think is going to get a little bit more contentious, though, based on a little bit of pre chatter that we have. So the homie Crescent Fresh will be on next week to unveil the ACDT times Crescent Fresh One's PGH hot sauce that we'll be trying live. Um, he wants to know are we beat or beating the cheeks of leaving dishes in the sink until the morning? So are you cleaning the dishes at night? You're leaving them until the morning. So if you're beat, you're cleaning them at night. If you're beating the cheeks, you're leaving them until the morning. Mr. Fancy Bread. Thoughts? Uh, I like you couldn't ask a person that's more beat on this topic. As soon as I saw this, I was more like, beat. "This is just a middle finger to everything Fancy Bread stands for." Yeah. So when I I crafted like a nightly process, you know, dating back a couple years. Yep. So I have the same routine I do before bed every single night, and I remember the dishes. Checklist. Yeah, dishes. No dishes in the sink is on that list. It was like and top five. Like honestly, I probably have. Uh, minus like one or two, you know, things going somehow sneaking by. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'll say this: I'm probably like five ninety eight for the past six hundred nights. No dishes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a strong <laughs> stat line. That's yeah. a strong back of the yeah. baseball card. I just like wake. I mean, waking up and it being, you know, dude. I'm not five ninety eight for six hundred, but I'm I'm pretty freaking close. I can't. I. I'll do everything in my power to get those dishes done the night before, no matter what. Again, you have the one-off soak you got to do every now and then. You make a nice Sunday sauce or something like that. You got to do a nice overnight soak, man. But it's like, that's, I mean, not to get too philosophical with it, but it's, that's that's how you start and end your day right there. Like, again, people talk about making your bed, doing whatever. Those dishes yep. is where you, really, where you really can tell a man or a woman from a Cretan. <laughs> yeah, 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 Mr. Hoyle, thoughts? I'm beat. Oh, yeah, shit. I, don't, I don't want that. No, at I love all. it. Okay, um, yeah. I'm a routine-oriented person. Now I'm not throwing me off. That'll give me anxiety. I'm not trying yeah, to start same. too much drama, but you did to allude to that this might cause this does come up in your household a little bit. It's not a it? it's not a priority for my girl. That is not a priority. We've talked her. about this on the show. Like I got uh, my Italian father's OCD was like the dishwasher and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like when I first started dating my lady, it would drive me nuts that like she didn't. I can't believe I'm saying that she didn't pack the dishwasher the right way. So I just got I to the point. I was like, I got this. Like, it's yeah. like this is my chore now. Like I don't like doing the bathroom, like the sink and the toilet. That's, you knock that out. I got the dishes. We're like, splitting and, it yeah. down the middle of the sink. See, the mature yeah. neighbor, man. Yeah. Like yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm out here thinking about the relationship. Hell yeah. So, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think of that. If you're using a dishwasher, there should never be dishes. Never. So yeah. this we don't have I don't a even dishwasher. use. Okay. I have it. Yeah, I don't even. Dishwasher's a crutch. There's a lot of people who are dishwasher truthers out there who say like they don't uh, like it. Like I always ask those people, well, do you not use like a laundry machine as well? Because like whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't know. People are weird. No, I, <clears throat> I've used mine three times. This brings a whole been. other thing. You don't use your dishwasher. I've used it three times in three years. 
What? Interesting. What really? happened those three you times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when, when I first got here, I like used it a couple of times. And okay. I was like, this is such a pain in the ass. Like, it's, the reason I hate doing laundry so much is because I can't just get it done. Like, yeah. I can't start doing it and then it's done. Like, when you do that with a dishwasher, I like have to, then I got to wait, then it's done, then I got to put the shit away. It's like, I can just wash it right now. It's not like I have a family of four. I was just going to say, Billy really and, yeah. really and I are coming yeah. from the, the domesticated end where you just got you an onion. Yeah. But, I mean, it's only one more person. You know what I mean? Little munch can I don't know, out. man. The laundry, the dishes, it seems to multiply by seven when you add one person in the mix. I don't know how. Like, you know what I mean? I, I was I always agree. mad at this as a kid. I'll, I'll never forget, like, my parents yelling at me about, like, uh, using, like, three different cups throughout the day. Oh, just yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Just, like, shit you never think about that just, yeah. like, adds up. And, like, for you, it takes you three or four days to fill the dishwasher. I'm filling the dishwasher up every day or two and running that mug. But I also go crazy when certain things go in the dishwasher out of laziness, whether it be myself or anyone else involved in the equation because I'm guilty of it too like putting like a like a frying pan or something in there it's just like now nah, you're just like you, you can't be doing that yeah like, I couldn't yeah, almost just, always you're, just you're be messing done. everything up Skater we need your thoughts on this I'm beat on it too but I'm not saying I'm like you know a straight A student over here washing their dishes <laughs> every night dude but you're never I, I mean confused dude I, I, ne- I never used to have a dishwasher so I would always just let that shit go but now I got a dishwasher I have no excuse to keep shit in my sink, dude. dude I'm so, like Billy Unless said. it is, like, the occasion, you know, pot or pan that I just kind of, whatever, let sit there. But I hate doing that, dude. The dishwasher and the GPS app are the two biggest crutches I have in life. Like, I couldn't exist <laughs> yeah. without either of those, yeah. like, on anything. Like, I'm very confident about that. All right, Fancy Bear, we got two more here. But the next one you actually brought to the table for, for the crew. So, why don't you tell the anybody's what you want us to beat or beat those cheeks on? Very plain and simple, apple cider. Love it. I'm beating cheeks. I'm beating cheeks on it, too. It's like... I think it's a delicious beverage. Don't love when people heat it up. I'm not into hot beverages, no. but it is a tasty, crisp beverage that I don't understand why it's just pigeonholed to the fall months. So, do you think apple cider should be like kind of available or more widely accepted throughout the year? You like it? No, like, I get the juice for summer, so yeah. I think yeah. we're good. But I just know some people hate on apple cider. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Skater, thoughts? I'm beating the cheeks. I just bought some five hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to split the jug, like saved a few bucks. Yeah, I got the half jug, though. I should have got the big one. I feel like that's a beef I have with it. You can never get like individual servings of apple cider. I feel like you only see it in like a gallon and shit. Maybe I'm not looking hard enough. Nah, Could be a do. classic yeah. neighbor mistake there. But, Billy, thoughts? I'm beating the cheeks. Another you, 100%, man. Okay. So right. good. Super yeah. underrated. So this is... Guys, good. we could live together. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We want to see <laughs> <laughs> I'm with it. Can you imagine that show? The four of us living together. It'd be hilarious. We can have the cats. We'll bring Ida the dog. It'll be be wild. Okay, so this has all been pretty fun and game so far, Billy. We've really enjoyed having you here. But uh, I I was interested to see this uh, beat or beat those cheeks topic on here that I'm... I hope this doesn't get too contentious because I don't want to be presumptuous. I know where this is going. (laughs) (laughs) Call us friends just yet, but we would like to have you based back on the show. Uh, So, Landlord Larry, new kid on the block this week, response of the week winner, and all around just sounds like stand-up guy, uh, wants us to beat... Professionalism, please skate. Yeah, it. He's <laughs> killing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is every week. He's probably killing it. Whatever <laughs> facet of life he decides to attack, uh, he wants us to beat or beat the cheeks on bozos. So one can only imagine that this stems from 
Billy, you seem to make it pretty clear on social media that you are I'll anti rock with the bozos, man. Yeah. Like, I'm not for the bozos. I'm beating the bozos. <laughs> that's, that's just what it is. Look, it might be a cultural difference between the city and Plumboro, but, you oh. know, the bozo is not something you wanted to be, bro. We're out in, in the, the sixth borough. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not <laughs> laughing because the, the content's not funny by any stretch of the means. It's almost attacking me as who I am as a person, but the comedic delivery was definitely there. Thank Thank you, man. Um, yeah, I guess. The- <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing, though, is like the where we're drawn here isn't isn't where we think we are. It's the definition of bozo. Okay. You know, what I mean, I think that's the biggest thing, and I get that question all the time. Like, oh, what's a bozo? People hit me up, like, oh, I'm afraid that I'm going down a bozo route. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Help me avoid the bozo. Yeah, and it's like if you're asking the question, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't like categorize you guys as bozos. Okay. All right. Uh, maybe. Okay. So this could be. I'm not mad at. The I think term. that's. I, well, I think like, you know, I was in college, which we talked a about a couple times. Yeah. yeah. I I had like a gender rules class, right? And we were talking about something and I turned it into something completely else. We had to write a paper and I turned it all into like Amber Rose, like reclaiming the word slut. Love it. You know what I mean? And I think like that's what you guys are doing. Like you're owning the word bozo. You know, you're like, you're, you know. I gotta say, uh, Amber Rose not always someone I'm striving to be compared to. Like so, like you could have like bozo walks where all the bozo, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just with you a know, red clown like nose on a golf bozo. course or something. Yeah, that but I cool. think. I think if you did that, you would turn around and not like the people that you saw behind. <laughs> I think ultimately, like that's the thing. Like you guys oh, don't shit. meet my my definition of a bozo. You know, like now if I came over here and there wasn't a cat, I had to take my shoes off and like maybe say a prayer or you know like anything like that. I think you would fall into the bozo category, but you guys just aren't bozos to me. So I, I think that's the difference there. I and see this is why I appreciate the show because it allows me to reflect and kind of change my ways in the moment which again I'm not like a hand up pat on the back type guy but I think a lot of people could look to and live a better life if they decided to live that way maybe we've just been too willy nilly with the term bozo so maybe we don't understand the levity of bozo like we're not as as familiar with it but we again, knew about the hotline beforehand yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. this could have been alleviated years ago I can't believe I'm saying I Again, not a man to ever back down, but I might have to be beat on bozos as well. We might have to be retiring bozos on the end. Oh, I can't do that. No, but I think it's fair. When uh, the argument of if you had a bozo walk and you look behind you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, let me tell you what. I don't want to have that argument because I'm not not confident. I'm just saying I can just see, I can feel the feeling I would feel and it wouldn't be good. Yeah. yeah. No, I guess maybe maybe the anybody's aren't bozos after all. Maybe what we do is you stick with the name bozo, have the walk, but like it's a trap. You know, I've, and then ditch the name bozo after that. I've oh. been sitting on this one for a minute, bro. And I, I, I didn't even bozo. come into this thinking this, thinking I was gonna drop this. Oh oh but I, it seems like the right time, but I feel like you guys are brozos. Interesting. Rosa. <laughs> you gotta be careful. I mean, usually we end the show with words of wisdom, but I think that you just nailed that on the head organically right now. Like, 
the Brozos. The Brozos. Brozos. Okay. We're going to wait for you to un- unveil this <laughs> on the rest of the world. But well, let me just say this here and now, Billy. We're out. here to support any <laughs> Brozos yeah, movement. Like, that that's, yeah. that's the type of walk that you could like look back and be like, yeah, I'd join a fraternity with those guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah it's yeah, not going right, to be like yeah, yeah. the tightest thing in the world that we're doing. Like, you know, the frat culture is weird, but it's like, oh, yeah, those dudes are tight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have a six those are my Brozos. I'd be happy to be a Brozo. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Well, got the brozos. Even if it, you can be my brozo, brother. So. Hell yeah. yeah. Brozo's boys for <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, fancy breath TBD with that haircut still, but oh, like, yeah. we'll get back to you on your, on your resume. I'm watching films backwards. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just, yeah, yeah, that's the most brozo thing you can I know, do. No, that's so the least brozo. brozo thing you can do. That's something. That's, oh, that's so in another cool. planet, man. Oh, man. This has been awesome, bit. man. It's just, uh, yes, I've been dude. so excited, Billy, it's since you agreed to do this a couple months ago. I'm finally glad that we could knock it out, man. And again, just give us a little uh, life advice on how to avoid the bozo way. Yeah, Walk in the brozo way a little Hell bit more. Yeah. yeah. Well, man, maybe we'll see you again in season five or something, bro, but I hope appreciate so. you coming by. So hope so. Thank yeah, you man. for having me. Of course, sure. Skater. You got anything else? Fancy bread? <laughs> I, I'm never good at these moments, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're just great just how you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Bozo. We'll see you oh. next week. Sounds good. You're not a buzz, so you're a buzz, okay?